This is the Word of Boys podcast. A little different intro than usual. You're probably here maybe for the first time seeing what Johnny Barger has been doing since he left 94.1 and uh, the Go Birds pod. Well, welcome. Um, hope you enjoy it. That interview starts at about 45 minutes. But uh, before you skip ahead, you know, take a chance, listen to the first 40 minutes, see what you like. Uh, talking, you know, quick MLB, quick news from the weekend, uh, Lou Will in the bubble. Um, as well as the Jamal Adams trade, and then uh, Carson Wentz being left off the NFL Top 100 list and more. So uh, if you're here, if you're new, appreciate it. If you've been here since the beginning, appreciate it as well. Um, feel free to rate, like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff that uh, that helps us out. Um, and enjoy. Thanks. All right, it's Tuesday, July 28th, and the Marlins are taking down the MLB from the inside. Which, worst, worst odds in to win the World Series, so you might as well, if you can't beat them, join them, right? Hey, shout out to the Marlins for not giving a shit about anyone else live. I mean, it was it's like, what, eight players were like, hey, we know we have it, let's go play the game anyway? Yeah. The so, Marlins should be, like, suspended from the league. Be like, no, you're out. So Relegation. I have a couple of relegation. I have a couple opinions. First, they did. They were talking about this on the on the um, the broadcast on the Phillies broadcast. They developed like a "Why not us" mantra, which I think was supposed to mean for the, the, uh, the World Series, right. but it was kind of just like, "Hey, why not me? Why don't why don't I have Corona?" Or, well, it's funny you said that. I read something. It's like, "Oh, an athlete's mentality is not to give up." It's like, yeah, but at a certain point, you get to give like a shit about fellow man. So. Well, do you, especially in this country right now, do you think people are really giving a shit about fellow man? Uh, I mean, I feel like there has to be a mutual respect for the baseball players. I understand, but, like, there's also people, like, that are voting with their dollar in mind. Well, over- you know, Kyle, I mean, that's – you're going into a much more complex thing what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, these guys – these guys should have halfway respect for the guys who are playing against them and their families that are Not- being affected, too. I love how they, like, came to a decision, though, too. It's like they had a group text about it. The decision – Don Mattingly should be suspended indefinitely, maybe banned from baseball, because, like, it's almost like you have to say something. So, hold on. So, does Corona gate? It shouldn't – maybe. It shouldn't even have to be the Marlins' decision. No. It should be a a league-wide policy that, like, if anybody tests positive before the game – Has to be reported. It has to be reported. Yeah, yeah, a team doctor should have reported it to the MLB, and then the MLB should have stepped in. I mean, it's how that got lost. And anyone who's sitting on the other side, like Zach Wheeler played in one of those games and he's going to go home to a newborn child and could yeah. kill his baby. Like that, come on, guys. And, and show fact- some respect for fellow man. Like, I, it, there's a lot, it's not even an anti thing. It's like you literally tested positive. You have the virus. So don't go near people who are healthy. That's a very simple thing to do. Well, the Phillies told their players that, like, I would bring a mask to just, like, be on the base pass because, like, they knew that people tested positive. Right. So, like, you got – like you said, you got Zach Wheeler. You got D.D. Gregorius, who's got a fucking kidney issue, who, like, was labeled a high-risk participant. You've got guys that – I think there was a guy on the Twins who beat cancer. They go play the Twins. Well, they're not going to play the Twins. But, like, you know, team plays the Twins. You know, how – and they said they weren't socially distancing the Marlins. Nobody was really wearing masks in the, in the clubhouse. And then, like, I guess they're supposed to um, teeter – uh, when people come out and and do pregame stuff, 
And they were just like, oh, fuck that. In the, in the country where that, or in the state, excuse me, that just passed New York for the New most. Yeah. Well, Florida is a mess probably, in general. Yeah, Florida is an absolute mess. It's, 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 it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I mean, how do we blame it? I know, I know that for the most part, people are very selfish. But like you're literally like all, all all you have to do is be like wait a minute I can kill people if I just like if I can do these two things I may not kill people or contribute I, to killing somebody. I think you don't put it in an individual or individuals in this case who are some of the most competitive people in the world and that's why they're playing major league baseball. You put you have a policy that if someone tests positive, the game's canceled. Yeah, but I still I, – I would go back to what I originally said. Don Manningly should be suspended from baseball indefinitely for letting that game happen. I mean, it's going to be hard to prove that he knew. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's going to be hard I, to I'm prove. I'm just saying, like, someone, someone in management knew and let that happen. And I mean, they should they, be suspended yeah. indefinitely. That, I, got the, I got the alert in, like, the fourth inning and was like, wait, there was four Marlins players as I'm watching the game. And I'm like – The pitcher got – was supposed to pitch <laughs> 20 minutes before the game. And he got – he was uh, Jose Urena. Yeah. Arena, yeah, and he was supposed to be twice for the game, and he got he got pulled because he had it. The, like that wasn't a big enough sign. The pitching also, coach wasn't there, and they were like, "Oh, it's a medical issue," but they wouldn't disclose anything else. It's like, are we putting on? Uh, are we putting tinfoil hats on tomorrow? If the Phillies come out and say no positive tests. So all right, that's a good question. What is the number for you to worry? Because for me, I was talking about this with my friends today. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried. If because everyone's getting tested, right? Literally, everyone in the Phillies is right now getting tested. If less than five people have it, why should we be worried? Like, obviously, they have it, and that sucks. They'll have to quarantine, but this is the reason why you have your 60 man roster. You should be worried because you're going to remove those five guys, but in that moment in time, other three or four might not have tested positive. So, that's probably what you just because you get tested. Remember, a test is a moment in time. Like, you always have it, always has to be said when you do any kind of medical testing, that's a moment in time. Who's to say three hours after that test, then it develops into COVID? Uh, no. So yeah, that's, that's, a fair that's where the issue is. It's fine if you have one or two things pop up, but now you have almost half a team that's been testing positive. 14 players. Well, it's 12 players, two coaches, right? It's a lot of people in one locker room who just willingly and knew were in a visiting locker room knowing another team was coming in. That would eventually have to travel to a, back to another city. States and states and cities have worked too hard for a group of baseball players to ruin everyone else's work. It's not right what the Marlins did whatsoever. No, no. I agree with everything you're saying, but I'm just saying from a baseball because people are saying just like the MLB's gone, it's canceled, it's over, and I'm saying like whatever you're saying, everything is right, and they should be 100 worried, right? But the whole idea that like this is the end of the end is way overblown. Like, no, they're, they're not going to cancel the season, and you'll be fine unless those it, people quarantine. You've 60 right. man rosters to. But unless it, if it gets out of hand, Peach, and you have four or five teams that are in this same situation, I can see it happening. I mean, at it, a certain point, baseball needs to look at the reputation, but yeah. baseball's so fucking stupid that they would be fine with ruining it even further. Yeah, I, I don't know if they tried to do a bubble, right? No, the, players, the, the players voted it down. Yeah, the players voted it down. So if anyone, if like, the players, so like, that's oh, on the player players. safety comes first, but the owners and the uh, whatever, the league commissioner tried to do a bubble. And I always thought, why not? And I know Florida's a mess. Don't get me wrong. But technically, you have everyone in Arizona for your spring training, and you have everyone in Florida in your spring training, and you could have traveled by car or by you bus. You could have done everywhere. the same thing with – you could have done the same thing with hub cities. If New York's doing fine, you have two major league baseball stadiums that you can play that you can get to 
in transit within a half hour of each other. Um, no, you could do the not, same thing with Washington and Baltimore. Together, I mean, you but, can put right, but you can like you didn't have to bubble in a hot spot state. You could have done it different ways. There was more than also you could have taken the entire thing to Omaha and done it where they played the College World Series. There's multiple yeah that's professional size leagues. Like there's more than enough baseball complex where they could have bubbled. It's that the anything that the owners bring to the players in baseball is going to be shot down, and that's why. I'm telling you, we are headed towards a strike. That's just how it's happening. And that's brutal because I love baseball, but they're <laughs> fucking stupid. So that needs to be – they. someone needs to like just grab the baseball owners and players by the neck and be like, stop fucking being stupid. Do one thing right. I mean, I'll give the NBA credit. They've done everything right through this. I think 100%. the NBA has done a great job. And Only the North NHL America. has done a very good job. But the NBA has done the best job yeah. by North America. China relations. Well, I mean, so. oh, the NBA's done a good job of the bubble. I'm pro Justin Chi, whatever his name is. Um, I want to back it up a second because the incubation period, and I think it was on Jason Stark's podcast. So if if you test positive, realistically, people aren't going to know for five days. So like they got tested today. I think they might be getting tested tomorrow, or they're going to get the results tomorrow. So it's like they can come back positive, and then Friday we got an outbreak on the on the Phillies. And yeah, it's already it's, derailed. Like the Blue Jays weird. have already derailed the their schedule, and that's a main um, opponent for the Phillies this year. So it's like, how many teams like schedules are starting to get derailed or, or postponements coming? Because now you know you got to reschedule that Yankees game, and, and he already and you got to reschedule that Orioles Marlins game, and it's only sixty games in sixty six days. So it's a very slippery slope that they're going down right now, and hopefully they can figure out some kind of resolution because. Is it slippery slope? This it can get out of control very quickly. How do we uh, how do we blame Jeter for this? I mean, he wasn't unanimous into the Hall of Fame. That's how. Like a maybe, loser. Maybe all the players now have to stay at St. Jetersburg. All the visiting players. Yeah. Get them get them a gift basket for all the. You know players. what? Do you? St- I guess I. You know what? I still do hate Jeter. I always thought I'd eventually get over it, I but like, I still hate him. I love Jeter. How do you not like Derek Jeter? I, I'm a Mets fan. I hate anyone who ever was yeah, a Yankee. But like, hate. come on. If you want to live anyone's career, if you want to live anyone's baseball career, wouldn't it be Derek Jeter's? Ted Williams. What? He went to war. Babe yeah. Ruth? Yeah, and he lived. That's unreal. Derek Jeter got every check he ever Dude, wanted. you wouldn't go to war tomorrow if you knew you were making it back? I think he had a bad leg after war, so no. I would not go to war. What? No. I don't care if I know. Yeah, if you knew you were making it back, you wouldn't go to war. Imagine that rush. What about PTSD? Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's doctors for that. But I don't, I don't think in 1940 the there were a lot of doctors for PTSD. Well, you know, maybe I would have been cutting edge. It just goes yeah. back to the red, blue, blue pill. Maybe I know everything I know now. Well, maybe. Oh, that was going to be a good segue if we were going. I know. I'm just saying. I mean, there you go. But maybe. You, but I mean, yes, I would go to war. I mean, come on, crazy. That's insane. If I know, what? maybe if I even get shot. Would you go to war to bat 408? Yeah. Yeah. Second. Oh, yeah. Because right think now. about it. If you live through war, then bat 408 or. Magically bat 409, you're a legend forever. You are. You are. Uh, speaking of batting 408, Moogie Bat's overrated. Only batting a buck 50. And it's three games. Let's not get out of control. I'm just saying. Maybe that contract wasn't worth it. Um, <laughs> best player, second best player in Major League Baseball. <laughs> oh, by the way, there was, there was an immediate rest in peace Bryce trend on Twitter right when this news dropped. And uh, I, don't, I'm not gonna, I don't want that because I was like – like who the fuck is this? 
And it was actually just a really sad story about a kid that died from cancer. But I thought it was Bryce Harper for a second. Jeez. <laughs> so. My, one of my new favorite things is my mom is such a hardcore Phillies fan. We, she was over watching the game with us yesterday. And her 360 on Bryce Harper is absolutely hilarious because how much she hated him to how much she loves oh. him now. And my favorite thing to do is point it out to her. He gets it, by the way. Whatever oh, he, he does. does. He knows what he's doing. Um, do you want to rant about Edwin Diaz? You don't have to. I mean, I think- let me tell you something. The Edwin Diaz thing, it, it just it can't get worse. Statistically, the frustrating thing, I don't know how much baseball you've watched so far. I've watched base, at least two games a day so far. This baseball season's awesome because of how much magnified the game is. So that one on Saturday hurt big time because literally all you have to do is not hang one right over the middle of the plate. Frozen to take the other way. Well, and now you're two and one team. It said it was out. It said it was out. It wasn't. And a lot of people were saying that was a good pitch. It was very good hitting. Uh, the worst part is he's smiling after he does it. That's, like, I, that's what I wanted can't to, smile. I want to hear. That can't smile. You know, it's a little bit of the McNabb effect where he would smile, but we loved him, but we also hated him. Mm-hmm. Diaz um, is absolutely – like, he, he'll he never be able to be a Met. Like, he just can't do it. And when Stevie Cohen finally buys the team, he's the first guy out of the, on the train out of there. Like, I mm-hmm. know it's going to have to happen. He hasn't earned his apples yet? I mean, we don't have – I mean, it's only one apple. You know who just earned his apple? Fucking Pete Alonzo going Yabo over the monster right there. Mets three zip, baby. Um, I told you it was a must win and they were a lock. Who's got the worst bullpen, Phils or Mets? The Phillies do have the worst bullpen. Yeah, when Nick Pavetta is giving up fucking moonshots to who? Dickerson. Who? The guys. I have no other way to describe him. He was the black guy wearing number 38 for the Phillies. That guy got shelled. McLean, was that his name? I've, I've never seen that guy in my life. He, he threw one pitch. I was like, he has to face three batters. He might give up three 400-foot home runs. He was awful. Wait, we, yeah, it's the thing. We didn't even talk about the worst part is that the Phillies lost two out of three. Like To they, the Marlins, yeah. To the Marlins. We had Corona. So well, here's you the best part. I don't, I don't know this, this stat word for it, but I want to show the Marlins are like 12 and 10 against the Phillies in their last 22, and they're like 54 and 133 against the rest of the MLB. Yeah, they got a number. Uh, you want, let's move on to, um, to Lou Will. Um, Really quick one. Lou Will went to go uh, went to go party at the club with Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow, for those who don't know, Gary, oh. um, he sings "What's Poppin'." If you're on TikTok, it's a good song, Gary. Very good song. You probably like it. I, I know you don't really do rap, but um, the best part about it was oh, he's a rapist. He's a rapist. Yes. Yeah. Um, he storied it on Instagram, deleted it, obviously Jack Harlow, and then said it was a. I read this story. It was all time a couple years ago. All time spin zone. <laughs> yeah, all time spin zone. So, oh, we were just they they saw it coming the whole time, boys. Yep. Don't worry about it. So Lou Williams and Jack Harlow are are clairvoyants. So uh, wait, why was Lou Williams in Atlanta? I know someone passed away, right? So yeah, he had a family emergency. Someone actually passed away. He was saying goodbye to him. So it was actually a really touching thing. And he's known he's known there. I get it. Really this touching. Is, this is, I get it. This is nothing new. Like touching him going to match. He is a he's like a lemon pepper wing. Yeah, yep. named after him, Lou Wilson. Which out of all the legends of Lou Williams, the guy where he was almost robbed and he took the guy to McDonald's, the legend how he has a song Drake Six Man is named after him. That Lou will like admitted to having two wives or dating two people girlfriends at the same time is absolutely legendary. Shout out Bartolo Colon. He, he called families. him. He called him brunette and blonde. Yeah. Didn't even call no, him by the first names. There's nothing this, and he hit the shot in Game Four of the 2011 
first round against the Miami Heat over Dwayne and Wade. He also talked to a young Kyle when Kyle sat courtside. He said, hey, where's Meek Mill? He said, man, he's in the studio right now, or he's out in L.A. Yeah, and then so there's also, nothing. What people don't know is Lou Will, I was like, I was sitting courtside, not, not to brag, but he was stretching. He's got a spiderweb tattoo on his, um, on his armpit. It's fucking dirty. Just so like he has to wash it. So out of all the stories cool, cool, cool. of a, like yeah. an elite human being that Lou Williams to get exposed by Jack Harlow yeah. at a at an Atlanta strip club, who apparently makes the best swings of all time. Source Lou Williams, source Johnny Manziel. Now Lou Williams said he was literally just going to get food, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't. Are there. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of people saying the wings are good. I don't think he. I don't know if he's lying about that. Maybe he oh. literally was just going to get some food. The Warrior Boys go to Atlanta. Do this in Magic City. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, well, yeah, I mean, I have to try the wings. The lemon pepper, come on. Yes. Oh, apparently, they're, apparently they're fire. If I have one or two dances, that's not on me. I don't know if I like lemon pepper, though. What I like I'm that? not a strip club guy, though. Nah, lemon, lemon pepper's they're good. Awkward. Lemon pepper barbecue, that's good. It's, it's uh, sweet and tangy. Hey, while we're on wings, have you guys had Korean barbecue? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very it's good. With, it's on with the barbecue. Wagyu beef. Very good. Dude, the, the Wagyu beef, beef. Wagyu beef went, went beef. viral in the family for me. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of compliments on the Wagyu takes. It is a ter- <sighs> Man. Okay. Let's move on to Jamal Adams in the NFL before we go down a Wagyu beef tangent. It's a great, it's a great take, it, and it's great beef to have. It's just a weird thing to have it in the campsite. That's what no, I my- – But the whole idea, Kyle, was it's not that I want to have Wagyu. It's that I can have yes. Wagyu. Because I have a $600 cooler to prove it. And you can also have T-bone steak. I could, but, like, why not have Wagyu? I'm not going to be that upset if a bear eats my T-bone and I only spend 30 bucks. You'd be like, listen, you know what, bear? You got me that time. My $185 Wagyu beef steak? I'm a little upset with the bear. I'm getting bear mace and a gun and going after him to get the steak back. A bear's not taking my Wagyu steak. I'm sorry. No, no, because I put it in a $600 cooler that's bear-proof. Who wants to to eat Wagyu beef in a sweaty – Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You're asking who wants you're, – you're painting a terrible picture. If someone says, do you want Wagyu beef, unless you're a vegetarian or vegan, the, the answer is yes. yes. Wherever I am, it's yes. And a temperature-controlled Japanese steak. Well, <laughs> wait a second. So you're telling me tomorrow, if you just got done running a marathon and you're sitting down and I'm like, hey, man, I got water and I got this Wagyu beef patty that you can just have, you're going to say no to the Wagyu? I mean, I'm going to get the Wagyu water. Wagyu is a luxury for the people like us, Kyle. When you get it, you get it. That's just the way it works. Okay. All right. I mean, I just, I just think in a, in a campsite, it's just weird. That's, that's... <sighs> Maybe you haven't gone camping with the right people. Maybe I haven't. You know, it's usually marshmallows and chocolate and graham crackers for me. A lot of hot dogs. A lot of hot dogs. A lot of hamburgers. Yeah. Lot of... I'm Irish. We don't fucking that's, that's me and you's camping. PJ's camping might be a little different, but that's, that's fine. He's got an all pair. Um... <laughs> We don't know if she's hot, though. Yeah, we don't. Um, all right, NFL, Jamal Adams trade. Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. Really glad when I fought for this trade uh, about a month ago that they ended up not doing it because holy I, shit. I was on record saying I'm not interested, right? You were. I, was I, I think I said to you, like, if, if the price was right, sure. I, the price was really high, though. Yeah. The, to take it from Happy Gilmore, the price was wrong, bitch. Yeah, it was. It was that was quite the pretty penny. Yeah, two first rounders, the third rounder, and Bradley McDougal, who actually is pretty not good. a bad, not bad, not bad. 
But just because Seattle, Seattle's in win now mode, like obviously no, they're the not. Move is no, they're not. Yes, no, they're, they're not. That offensive line is pure trash, no. and they've ignored it since the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. You don't just make this move and not say you're in win now mode. Then what's the point of making the move? You don't have two because first round picks. Because they're Seattle, and they're like, oh, wait a minute, we'll just no. go get the other they're, great player. They this saw also Russell confirms Wilson. that Clowney will be an Eagle. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I read it. I read an article on this. I forget who. I think Bill Barnwell, who's who was on ESPN, did it, and he broke it down really well. Where it's like Jamal Adams isn't really a safety. When you have like when you like look at his heat map where he's lined up before, he lines up a lot on the line in like a linebacker position. Yeah, he's very much. Yeah, he did with Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, um, a better Malcolm Jenkins by like ten times. Though. He's like what Derwin James did. Derwin James's rookie year was unbelievable, and he's gotten hurt ever since. So, but. Basically what Derwin James does with the Chargers. When you're saying you're in win now mode, you can if you really think I don't think I don't even think Seattle after making this move is actually like a legitimate chance to win the Super Bowl this year. I I, I just don't believe that. I disagree with that just Adding, because Russell Wilson is just they're trying to go with the same. That's fine. That guy hasn't done shit defense. since the defense went away. And the defense listen, you added a safety who on a very good team, is a luxury to have. Safety is still not a premier position. A corner has more value, and defensive ends have more value. That's just the way the NFL is now. They use safeties in a very unique way well, and he's the best at it. So, yeah, you added the best player at a very luxury-driven position. So, they got better, but they have to win this year or next year, or it's a failure because you're going to be paying them $22 million a year. Hence, win now mode. You but they're to. not going to win now because that offensive line well, no, is that's trash, different. That's and the, people know that. Okay, that's fine. That, but that's there's never been being in win now mode. But they've been not win now. Win. They trade for Dwayne Brown last year and they let him walk. They don't know what they're doing out there. They haven't been good. They they backdoored themselves into a Super Bowl that, and then outcoached exactly themselves. Right. You're exactly right. People are like that. Russell Wilson yeah. pick was awesome. It's like they, they backdoored their asses. They backdoored. Their they were going to start. Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn was going to start. He got hurt, and then Russell Wilson took over and never looked back. So did you know that – so they had their old Thomas pick. Was they paid Matt pick. Flynn. <laughs> and then I totally didn't know this, that Brandon Browner was undrafted. Richard Sherman mm-hmm. was a fifth rounder. Um, yeah. Hansler was like a sixth rounder. Yep. And then there's um, the guy that the Eagles got in free agency who sucked. Brian um, Maxwell. He was like a third or fourth rounder. Like those yeah. guys were like low picks. And – like, they did a great job of drafting in the you know, second they paid Russell Wilson. Also, where's the money coming from, Peach? Because you already paid Bobby Wagner. You already paid Russell Wilson, who's getting a ton of money. You're going to have to pay Metcalf at some point. You're going to have to pay Richard Penny at some point. Metcalf is not. Nah, they'll, they'll, they'll no, Metcalf will they make his do. money. He'll make his no, money. Because he's money he's a Richard set. Penny will not have to get there. I understand what you're saying, but I'm just saying they, they are not. They're already – they well, now, right now they're not. But they're going to be right into cap hell. And the only way when you're paying your quarterback that much money, like Carson Wentz is getting paid, the only way to win is by drafting well. And you can't draft well if you're giving away your first and third round picks. No, they're the most uh, valuable picks you can have. Gary, I get everything you're saying. And everything you're saying, I'm not saying I disagree with. I'm just saying the reason they made this is that they feel they have an opportunity with Russell Wilson in his prime of his career to win now. And a really they, good defense. They have a really good And team. they have the best linebacker in football. And, Russell Wilson and they have the best, one of the best safeties in football. Russell Wilson's a ticking time bomb with that offensive line. I, I know it sounds like an old man just yelling at the cloud. They haven't paid attention to that offensive line in years. He just magically doesn't get hit. That luck will run up in the NFL. It's not even that. It's, not even that. Luck. it's father time. 
There's right. no one that's done a better job. I mean, I used to be the biggest Russell Wilson hater. I've never done a, a more 180 than that. Like, he was from the most overrated quarterback because the defense is carrying him to, like, him just doing – he does everything. So, let me give you a scenario. Say you don't do this trade and you go out and sign Jadavion Clowney and then you trade a first-rounder for Yannick. Would you rather do that than this trade for Joel yeah, Adams? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, yeah, I agree. Because yeah, you're getting two late defensive lines. Andre Diggs you have the best defensive Diggs. line combo, which is a more, a more important position than a, a safety. It just mm-hmm. is. They don't even play like cover three on Legion of Boom anymore. So like no, they, but they're going to use him in a very unique way, and he's going to want here's, – here's one angle I haven't thought of. You're playing in a division in which George Kittle exists. So now you basically found a way to kind of cover him. Mm-hmm. You can probably one-on-one Jamal Adams with a little bit of a shade to take care of Kittle. Like that's so yeah, maybe you're planning in the short term, like how do I minimize this because there's another great team, but you still could split with them and be playing in a divisional round. And also remember, if you're going all in now, you have to really think you're getting that one seed because if you're a two seed, you're playing wild card weekend. Yep. So it's it's really hard to go all in, in the NFL right now. Everything has to go right. And that's why I think the trade deadline over the last few years has become a lot more active in the NFL than ever has been. And I think it'll only get better with the teams kind of being involved with this seventh team now. So uh, just because the the cap will be 175 million next year. That's what they propose. I don't know if it's been voted on yet. It is 198 just for um, that purpose. Um, And then they'll, they'll recoup the revenue losses over the next four years. So like the salary cap, it's not as going to be as much hell. Like obviously if let's take it back to next week where I said, Hey, they're going to be able to figure this one out, and that's exactly what they did. You win, okay? You win, you win. You I win. told you that the NFL figures things out. With money, they know what they're doing. I know. The Eagles, they're I don't want to get on the table, but they're going to be in cap hell, but I'd rather have nobody else but how. You know what, though? Like, I was re-looking at it. Some of the, I could see, like, a couple things you can do, and if I can see a couple things, that means Howie sees a billion things. <laughs> so I'm not afraid. Yeah. I, I, Howie will have – Howie will be fine. So this is – so we talked about – um, the tiers and, and, and what these guys kind of get, like Jamal Adams gets two first-rounders, Jalen Ramsey gets two first-rounders, Laramie Tunzel, and then it was uh, Cleo Mack, who also got two first-rounders. So if you look at them, you got like your tier ones, which are like wide receivers, QBs, probably those two, and then you have your tier twos, which are probably cornerback, defensive end, and um, safeties. What, what, what would, how many first-rounders? I think your tiers, I think the tiers are a little off. I think it yeah. all comes down to the player and the age. Okay. Because well, Jamal Adams has two years left in his deal. Right. So you, you can essentially – you don't have to pay him yet. So to the point, if you can make – you can work something out where like, hey, we're going to give you a ton of guaranteed money that's a structured bonus and not make it hit against our cap. So you're going to get all this guaranteed money, but your cap, it'll only be $3, G, like $3 million. Like there's a way to manipulate the caps, but it's really hard to continually do that because essentially – at the end, that's why the Eagles rework their deal so much. They make them very team-friendly, and then they're very team-unfriendly, and that's when they just rework them and push. They give them guaranteed money and push the money off to the end, and they eventually just cut them. Like, that's just how it works in the NFL. Mm-hmm. In the, NFL. the MLB is geniuses because once they sign that paper, they're getting every cent of that dollar. And the NBA has done a great job of making it where I can go wherever I want and you have to pay me regardless. So they, I mean, my, the NBA, they, they don't even need GMs anymore. They should be allowed to decide where they want to play. Back to my question, though, what do you think um, – what do you think it would, it would call for? For, like, what would Carson Wentz get? Would he get three first-rounders? I think he'd get three first and probably a second. 
Yeah, a quarterback. Uh, a quarterback. You're getting. You're you're getting three first round picks. Yeah, right? that's hard to reject. That's a good question. Uh, it's five. Who? But yeah, in five first rounders. Who? Mahomes. Yeah. I think Mahomes. I'd be like, I'd give you my entire team and draft pick for the next ten. For the rest of twenty twenty. I'll take him. I'll take. He's him. that good. That's why he's getting five hundred million dollars. All right, you want to get mad at some lists? Yeah, Madison. what list are we get mad at this week? NFL top one hundred list, but it's going to be mostly on the Eagles. Yeah, uh, hold on. Before you start, I'm going to go ahead and say this is a Fugazi list every year. Always has been. So you want to hear this? Yeah, go ahead. Warren Sharp said, people are mad about the NFL Top 100. They're just now realizing it's bad. In their first year doing it, they had QB Josh Freeman at 86. Next year, Tim Tebow at 95. They had DeMarco Murray at number four overall in 2015. So basically it's just, what is it, it's voted on by the players? It's voted on by the players, and it's based on the following year. It's not – it, this is a very key distinction. It's voted on by the players of the top 100 players of 2019, not where they think they're actually slated. Hmm. So that's like – that's like remember that. It's supposed to be based on how they played last year. Well, Carson Wentz was number three in 2018. And that's, that's fine wild. because in 2017, he was, should have won the MVP. Sure. Now he's not even ranked. Which is craziness. Which is crazy, no matter what, how you swing it. Fletcher Cox is the highest uh, eagle at 73. Was 28 last year. Who um, was the highest eagle? I'm sorry. Fletcher Cox. Fletch. 73. I mean, that's my boy. Brandon Brooks is 98. And I guess maybe they played the injury into it. They might not play. So maybe See, I and that's the annoying that. thing. There's no consistency on this list. This is a stupid list. So Ertz is 85. Darius Slay 92. Kelsey 94. Brooks 98 to round it out. One thing I have gripes about is Kyler Murray's 90 and Josh Allen's 87. If you think – if you pull 32 – as Josh Allen looks so good against the Eagles last year. And we smoked them. Yeah, if you asked all 30 GMs or whatever. How is Miles GMs, Sanders not on that list? Yeah, like Chris Carson's on that list. And I'll take Miles Sanders over Chris Carson. If you ask 32 NFL GMs, who would they take, Josh Allen or Kyler Murray? I think all 31 of them would take Kyler Murray, and the one would be the Bills. Who's Josh Allen? I'd take Josh Allen. That guy's going to rock it. What did he do? What did he, he's just he, – I, uh, I would just draft a bunch of Big 12 wide receivers and be like, Josh, let it rip. Let it Swing rip. away, Josh. We run the air rate. Uh, and I would hire Mike Leach as my head coach. Float We'd just Miss. be airing it out. Oh, he's not an Ole Miss. Where is he? Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Float out $80 million to Tyreek Hill. Guaranteed. Just come, yep. come run out and out. Yes. You ever seen the end zone? Or run to it. Just please don't hit your child while you're here. I don't think 32 GMs would take Josh Allen over Carson Wentz. Mm-mm. There's no chance. I don't think. No, I, I don't even think the Bills would take Josh Allen over Wentz. If you tell me, I mean, if you if you watched that game against the Texans last year in the playoffs, there were some throws that it was just like, what the fuck are you? Oh, I mean, come on. He tried to get the Reggie Bush pitch back and it didn't work out. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's just, you know, God being a game. That. We're on record that, that 47 on USC – should have had it, but he was like the first yeah. tight end. Also on record that Lendell White was clearly the better player than Reggie Bush. Fuck out of here. Um, so, I, I don't know. I think, I mean, these lists, they're, they're made for one thing and one thing only, for entertainment and to get mad at. They're doing exactly what we did. Listen, NFL, if, if Elliot Short Parks says that he thinks Carson Wentz is a top 100 player, Carson Wentz is a top 100 player. You know Joe Giglio's show tonight is, ah, oh, you know, I 100% agree with this list. He's having Bob Wank on, our boy. Oh, Bob. By the way, man, you you on Twitter 
Were you how drunk were you when you were just showing off like Philly's half game back? Philly's half game back. <laughs> like, those couple bush lights deep. Oh yeah. That, that was that's all time though, because the Mets always win on opening day, and that's that's like uh, I set it to my calendar, be like, oh, I can just do Philly's half game back right now. I'm pretty sure you said it's like everybody that's ever been on the pod. Yeah, no one responded because they know I was right. <laughs> oh my god, can't out, can't argue statistics, man. Full game back by the end of it. Um, well, now they're tied, but it looks like the Mets are going to win this one. Fingers right. crossed. Also, so I saw this on Twitter. It's the red pill or blue pill. Kind of like – I never saw Matrix, so, like, I understand it's mostly from there. Never saw it. Never saw it. It's, it's a situation. First of all, it's just Gucci man holding two bocce balls, one red, one blue, which is just an awesome okay. – Great game, by the way. Um, yeah, bocce ball is a great game. Also, don't play it in a bocce court. Find, like, a little uneven area so you have to play a little bit of spin in English to it. makes it more fun. Some grass? Um, no, just say, like, maybe a hill. Like, hillside is fun. So I'm actually interested in what you guys would think about this. So the, if you took the red pill, you restart your life at the age of 10 with all the knowledge you have now. But if you took the blue pill, you jump to 45 years old with 50 million in the bank. Gary, I want to start with you because I think I know where you're going to go and I think I know where PJ is going to go. So Gary. I'm going back to 10. Really? Oh yeah, dude. Why, would, why wouldn't you just, if I know everything I know now, that's pretty huge uh, oh, like okay. leg up. We'll wait, we'll wait for the takes. Peach, where would you go? Blue or red? Uh, I don't know which one's which. I would go to the f- – I would want the money. The blue pill. Okay. Yeah. So, I had I had Gary going blue and I had you going red because I feel like 10 years old is like five years ago for you. I would go blue as well. That's the one where you get like the money, the $45 million in the bank. Gary, why You red? guys are taking the easy way and I respect that. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I – I think I'm just a big child. I'd love to go be speed 10 again. Like Little League Baseball, that'd be a blast. I could do high school over again. I'd do college again. Know so, what I know but, now. The yeah, life how does that get you the $45 million that I'm going to hey, have? What would you change? Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, money doesn't always buy happiness, boys. I would know not to get in the credit card debt. I would know. Well, the wrong money. I would know not to go to a Boston Marathon on a certain day. The guy would just know a lot of things. Although, I guess <laughs> I'm not going back in time. I'm going. I still have the same thing. But I would have a job. Listen, if I knew – I have 18 years of knowledge thrown into a 10-year-old. So what would I'll you do? Like invent day. Twitter? Invent, like, Instagram? And I just I, you know what? Way? I don't think it even comes down to the money for me. I think it would just be a good life choices would set me up for, like, a, a very good life in the upper I guess I would, I would invent Flappy Bird. <laughs> you would invent but you're Flappy. not going – we're not going back in time, are we? We're just going to be 10 again. But you know everything you know. Yeah, but, that, but like, Twitter would already exist, and I'm a 10-year-old. Yeah, I don't get hey, what going back. I would be ten in today's no. world. Yeah, you're not actually going back in time to when you were ten. You're just, oh, just like if you. So it would be old. like I woke up tomorrow and now I was ten, but the, the timeline doesn't change. You wake up tomorrow, you're fifty, mm-hmm. but you have that money. I, yeah, I just don't get. I mean, obviously, you'll have you? a lot more knowledge than you ever know. Forty-five. I mean, forty-five changes. Forty-five to thirty-five, man. I'm yeah, I, forty-five. I, I, you can do a lot with that money, and if you have, if you're, yeah. if you have fifty million dollars at forty-five, you could probably live to hundred. Are you? Yeah, you might work again. I, so, I'm still like, going to ten. I'm still going to ten. I don't know, man. I love, I love I my. I love your puberty years over again. Yeah, I'm excited about thirty. Like thirty is gonna be cool as shit. Thirty is a new twenty. Yeah, but that. I just feel like there's something about fun being like cool. just an innocent child again. Eh, I mean, I you, just want to go hit dangers in little league. I feel like you have less responsibility, obviously, at ten. But like, you also have less responsibility when you have fifty million dollars just chilling in your bank. Well, you non-taxable have responsibility when you're ten years old. So like, I, I would, I would take. 
I think 45, you can do a lot. You could have a good life for at least a solid 25, 30. Well, hold on. Here's a, here's a side aspect. Like, if I'm going back to 10, know everything I know now. I know I suck at sex, so I should probably work on that. In 10 <laughs> True. Or like 14, True. You know what there I mean? You like, I could become a porn star. Become a porn star. Right. There's a lot of things. If you go back to 10, there's a lot of things you can do better. You'd be like, oh, like, maybe I won't drink a ton of beer on a Wednesday night in high school and then bomb my finals. There you go. You know, like, you, you would have – I'm 28 right now, so I feel like I've gotten – I haven't gone through the ringer, but I've, like, clearly understand when I make terrible life decisions <laughs> just by the way I wake up the next morning with a headache. If I'm 10, just think about going through college. You're not making any of those stupid mistakes. Again, you could be like, wait a second. I've, I've done this before. But think I'm about – I'm just going to leave. You're just going to leave college. You're not even going to do No, college. no, I'm just going to leave. I'm not going to stay here and make this dumb decision. He'll be like, when you go in the back room, the guy's like, oh, who wants to do some fucking coke? They're like, mm, I'm going to head out. I'm going to head out. Okay. I'm out. Or you get a drinking problem at 10, so you understand what hangovers are like sooner. Right. Also, imagine how many beers I'd crush if I was a 10-year-old. Oh, my God. Yeah, I knew what I knew now. I'd be the coolest kid in high school by far. I'd be like, this guy's always got beer. I would know how to get beer. Yes, because you would network. You would know. Yeah, like, I would network. I would, oh, come on. Hold on a second. Don Smith just went three-run yabos, boys. We got a 7 off in the lead. But, yeah, 10, 10's the play. The, the money's great, and that's like, yes, the easy way out, the money. But 10, good God, I could change the world. I don't know. I'm still going. I'm still going blue. I want 50 million in the bank account. I don't want to have a care in the world. I'll, my ass, well, you won't be finding me. You won't find me. Well, you know what? It's funny. Me and you were talking about this. I think I told you if I came into an absorbent amount of money, you'd never hear from me again. You did. Because I would disappear into the mountains of Montana or Wyoming and just never be shown again. I wouldn't do that. I don't That's know still I... very alluring to me. I'd be in a penthouse in Philadelphia. I don't know See, why. People would find you then. Mm. Yeah. I get like a beach house. Hey, listen, you might want to find me. You're not coming looking for me in Wyoming. It's true. Yeah, I would have three places. I'd have three places. No, I'd probably still have a house in Jersey somewhere so I can see my mom. Or Jersey. Although I can tell her she can come with me. One in the suburbs where I am right now, and then one in like North or South Dakota or Wyoming, Montana ranch house. Yeah, let me tell you right now, if I had that much money, I'm not living in the tri-state area at all. I'm going to get a Seattle house. I'm gone. Seattle. I might just buy. I might just buy Yellowstone National Park and make that my home. Okay. I feel like that's. I live. I, this is where I live now. So, so did we convince you to take the blue pill? No, I'd still go ten. Okay. I'm just saying, if I took the money, I'd I would disappear forever. Peach, what would you do? What would you? Why, why the blue pill? Is that the forty-five? Well, I was gonna confuse the color. Is that the forty-five? Yeah. yeah. I don't think honestly. If I knew all the information I know, that's saying I I have a lot of information in my mind and a lot of mistakes I've made in my life. But I don't think that I could get to the $45 million that I would potentially have. See, you're hung up on the money, Peach. I'm not hung up on the money, but Mm. I just think that. When you were 21 with PJ, it was all about money. It's like, I'm going to be rich shit one day. Like, I'm going to make so much money. Yeah, I would like to have. And I can do sugar. I've always said if I had 40, if I won the lottery and I had a ton of money, I would buy a small house, like one of those like townhomes, and just completely redecorate it with a man cave of everything I've ever wanted. And then I would just live there and I would invest all of it out and put it in like, the bank and let it grow and bonds my life yeah Kyle, here's the other thing though like say pj's a little bit harder because he he only hits 11 years worth right and a lot of that was his high school and early college me and you have like what almost six years post-college now mm-hmm. just like imagine everything you know now but you go back to 10 like you would know tomorrow like this job market obviously needs something so i'm going to become this corner of this market like 
you could just see lapses in things. If you, you, you're smart enough to figure this out, that the potential is better at 10. The easy way is going to 45. And there's nothing wrong with taking the easy way. But 10, you can do a lot of cool things if you go back to 10, knowing everything you've known the well, 18 years thought, since you've been 10. I thought we weren't going back in time. You're not going back in time. No, I'm just saying, you still have all the knowledge. So you could literally be like, in, 10, in 18 years, this is going to be an issue given projections of today. And I already know that, so I can plan to solve that. Like, or like, since sports gambling is legal now, like you could like maybe go to like college and focus on like sports gambling or something like that. Right. Yeah, if like, you went back just, in yeah, time, I would, you, just, I would just have one that won the World Series and bet a huge like, amount of money on that for the year. Okay, now. well, now you're just saying the, the plot to Back to the Future 2. So, like, that's fine. But that's what I do. I'm just saying – First of all, being a kid was the best. You can you you lose it goes by so fast. Then you're just a boring adult for the rest of your life and you gotta deal with your own kids. So I, I feel like it'd be the money is so alluring, but just to be able to be like, hey, I'm just gonna go fucking be innocent for like five more years and then try and have sex with girls again and fail. Huge. Sick brag, you had sex at fifteen. I didn't have sex at fifteen. <laughs> um I don't know. I see both. I see I don't know, I kinda like I I like my <laughs> It's funny because I was just, when you said that, if I like showed up and like, yeah, I'm going to take the red pill. They're like, oh, sorry, we're out. I'm like, that's fine. I'll take the blue one. <laughs> like, I'd be like, fine with me. I'll take the blue. I, don't know. I think you can, I think you can do a lot at 45. Like, I think people are looking at 45, like it's old, but I don't think it's that old anymore. I think we're going to. My only problem, my only problem with 45 is, ooh, wait, hold on. Time warp question. Do I become 45 my wife's day is 28? Ooh. Because uh, yeah. then I'm awesome. I mean, you can also buy a wife with like, $50 million. I wouldn't leave my wife. Let's not. Let's leave her good name out of this. <laughs> I'm not winking. Um, no, I think like she doesn't listen to the podcast anyway. Love you, honey. Um, yeah, if I am if I go 45 and Kate's still 28, like unreal. Yeah. And then I can still have children. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Well, um, there's a lot. This is a tough one. I'm still going 10. I'm not having children with $50 million or 45. I'll tell you that. I'm living my life. Um, Someone else can carry on the link. I'm going to get mine. Take care of y'all chicken. Take care of chicken. I don't think I'm a good sports fan. I don't I don't come with really nuanced takes. I'll never break down analysis on things. Like, I, I really, like, if it's if it's outside of basketball, I don't really understand the nuances of baseball. I don't know what, like, a cover three is or what a nickel defense is. In nickel football. defense is just five defenders, that's all. Fantastic. Now I don't know. Five defensive backs, I'm sorry. And I also am, like, besides football – I can't pay attention to a game without like being on my phone. Like the what about Cena, basketball, the Ben Simmons three the other day. I missed it. Missed it? On my phone. Let me tell you something. I, there's no secret. I'm not the biggest basketball fan in the world. I'm a fine, put it on guy. Mm-hmm. The luxury, my luxury in life right now is having multiple televisions where I can have the Sixers on, but still be watching reruns of the office. Okay. Because then at the fourth quarter, I can look and be like, Oh, okay. Like it's close. I'll like pay attention now. I'm with, like, I can, I'll, like, you guys see me right now. I'm sitting here literally watching the Mets game, but outside of football and basketball, I, I can sit and watch the whole hockey game, too. It's just uh-huh. basketball. I, it just doesn't, it doesn't draw me into the whole game. Football so I feel like the, the fourth matters. Football is the only one. And it's got to be the Eagles. If it's only, if it's like a Sunday night football game, I'll like tune in and out, tune in and out. Yeah. I always like to record Monday night football. It's what it might be. I, I just, I'm, I'm honestly like wondering, like, I always wondered, like, what kind of a sports fan I am. Because I always wanted to get better. I wanted to read more. I wanted to read more. But then I'm like, well, if it doesn't interest you, why would you waste your time? I mean, if you would like to tell us. I mean, I check my screen time every once in a while to know if I'm on my phone too much. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you want to just – if you just want to say your screen time right now, right now. 
Uh, I did seven hours and 30 that's minutes awful. a day. That's awful. Last week. That's that, awful. That's on the high end. That's awful. I usually do it at four thirty. Is that awful high or awful? Low? That's awful high. That's high. Yeah, that's high. Seven hours a day. Like, just you're, imagine what I could be doing. You're up. Oh wait, seven hours a day? A day. I mean, last week mine Dude, was high. An hour and twenty three minutes. I know. Mine that that's unusually high. I usually go around four thirty to five thirty. And it, the thing is, like, it does screen time on your phone, but like, I'm on my computer just as much. Mine was oh, mine doesn't count my computer. Mine doesn't either. That's what I'm saying. That's I'm at four hours and two minutes today. Five hours yesterday. I usually average around five hours, and I would like to get that down. Yeah, I definitely need to get off my phone more. But, you know, how can you run an internet company and a podcast and not be on your phone all day, bro? Oh, I'm sure there's a way you can figure that nah, out. No, I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, I got to get off my phone more. Um, just put it down. So, yeah, so, I mean, does that make me a bad sports fan? Because I don't really have, like I, – I, I, I wouldn't say it makes you a good one. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, the whole point of watching sports is you got to do the watching part. I was oh, over baseball in four innings. It's really bad. She, uh, that's crazy. Like, I got home from work today at four. I watched the entire Angels athletics game, and then I had dinner, and I came back out to watch the Met game. And I'll, I'll watch the 9 o'clock game tonight. Well, I'll also add in that, like, I do not live and die with Sixers losses. Now, if we're talking, like, playoffs last year lost yeah i live and die with the series and i do live i do live and dies a little much i'm not gonna fucking like it'll ruin my it'll ruin my monday if, if the eagles lose but like i'm not going to i've never been a big purchase gear for a team never been into that i don't think you need that to prove you're a good sports fan Me i've never i've never believed in that yes gary's got a bunch of fucking eagle shit behind him um yeah i mean i i, I don't know Maybe I don't let it affect me. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm better than people. No, you know what, Kyle? You're an adult. That's just the key. You're an adult. I guess I do have, like, other problems I have to worry about right. in my life. Okay. All right. I just wanted to address it. I wanted There's to nothing wrong with what you do. Except for just get off your phone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're now joined by John Barshard, current content creator, former <laughs> Podcast host of one of the greatest podcasts in Eagles podcast history. Oh wow! That, yeah, about I, mean, that. I, I mean, it's a it's a newer it's a newer industry. Right. I feel like yeah, yeah. Six years, uh, I think it's enough to have a history, right? Like the the am I the grandfather now? Am I the grandfather of Eagles podcast? That would be bad. That's like Ooh. now I'm getting old. Yeah, you're you the first to person to have a shot to have two on the Mount Rushmore. If you start a second one, you can be on there twice. Well, there we go. All right, let's get to work, boys. Yeah. So um. <laughs> So, yeah, so, John, um, so I guess, you know, we can kind of just tell everybody a little bit of announcement. Um, John's going to help us out with the podcast. Yeah. So, we're, we're really, really, really fucking excited about that. Yeah. Um, he came to me at a very early morning. I think it was around 1.30. Yeah. Was, there, yeah. was yeah. there a couple of... No, 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 no. And it was just Ooh. like, you know what? Um, I should just see what they're up to. Really? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nothing like doing a quick check in on a weeknight at one thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I was like uh, just getting you know off work or whatever it was, and I was just sitting. I was just like, oh yeah. And I think I don't know what I caught one of your videos like in the timeline randomly, like in the see the the uh, the memory thing uh, on Twitter actually works. Like, hey, Waterboy's tweet. I was like, oh, and I slid over and 
laughed a little and was like, yeah, those guys are great. So uh, let's go see what they're up to. And That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I was editing the podcast. Out. I was a couple of, I'll be honest with you. I was a little drunk. Um, I was editing the podcast. So I was 100% projecting, asleep projecting and woke up to this news. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was very excited to hear from you. I'm pretty sure I like went all caps like Johnny. Um, yeah. 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 It was so, good. It was good. You know, I mean, it was awesome hearing from you. And, and, and like I said, so John's going to kind of be like a consultant for us. Um, yeah. He's going to help us out. He's going to pop in. From time to time. You know, we'll pop in. We'll, uh, you know, I might be naked sometimes, and that's okay. Nope. Oh, just sometimes nope. you need a little naked pod. A little pizzazz. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. That, I don't, did you guys ever see The Rocker, the movie with uh, uh, Rain Wilson? Yes, with Rain Wilson. Yes. yes. Very there was a naked true. drummer. I was a drummer. There can be only be one naked podcaster. I think we found our angle here. So. There you go. And we are officially, officially, fuck George Clooney podcast yep. for the rest <laughs> of the we're always going to be anti George Clooney, that that prima donna. Yeah. Um, never I'm going to be a Leo guy though, so just don't yeah. don't fight with Leonardo DiCaprio because yeah, think Leo's a good guy. In fact, I supposedly met his drunk brother outside of a strip club on Sunset Boulevard, saying, "My whole family hates me." Didn't yeah. even know there was another DiCaprio. Yeah, I neither did I, which is probably why it's not true. <laughs> but Ooh, wait. some guy claimed to be, and it was one of, uh, well, actually, like a top four night in L.A. for me. And then, man, uh, yeah, so wherever Feeding you are. Beating DiCaprio's but, drunk brother. It was a yes, top four yeah. night. <laughs> Hope you're so, still safe. Leo never stole work, right, from you? Never, never. Okay. Actually, Clooney was the only A-lister that stole work. So okay, we're all, I can't, yeah, I can't. John's a professional. He'll pull this off. Top three Leo movies, go. Ooh, uh, man. All right. Um, There's a correct answer for one. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Fuck you guys. Wow. Go watch that movie. I've uh, seen it. It's very good. Uh, we'll go... Ooh, God. We'll go Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. And then we'll go... Um, Basketball Diaries. Those are my top three. Really? Leo is a heroin addict? Oh, yeah. yeah. A guy, I mean, t- like, early... I didn't appreciate early Leo because I thought just another beautiful shining face and then yeah. as his career goes on i was like i should probably go back and watch those again Just i mean when he turns around two. when he turns around the titanic in that suit yeah. oh, come oh, on yeah. also I, the fact that you didn't include a departed on that list is or catch major me the, the, the departed as a cast is phenomenal movie like yeah. individually leo's just good in that in my opinion so is damon and so everybody's just good in that movie no one stands out as as great and if you're talking about like individual performances, those are probably my top three. Like, the, I, I, in fact, I'd probably have to put Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street one. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street is very good. It's just so incredible that he could just. And by the way, uh, I know it's uh, silly, but I have been listening to Jordan Belford's like eight oh, yeah. hour audible book. Yeah. Uh, oh, John, I read both of his books. I read yeah. The Wolf of Wall Street, and then there's one where he's like in prison and he writes about it. Yeah, that one's not as interesting. Okay, because he's not doing sweet things like ripping off the American taxpayer. <laughs> but um, it's it's very interesting what he did, and the the portrayal was great. And I also the Leo Leonardo DiCaprio thing. I have a long-standing argument with my wife that Leo's better than Tom Hanks. So oh, he is uh, as an actor. Thank you. Clearly thank you. Is. Yeah, yeah, thank you yeah, very it's much. Not even close. Tom Tom can just keep printing money, and he's fantastic in his own right. But I think he's a much better producer and director, and just yeah. the nicest fucking person alive. So that's fine, you know. Like, uh, but Leo's a better actor for but sure. Leo with the hits. Yeah. Come on. Come on now. And he owns Devil in the White City. So yeah, although we'll see uh, that. Me and James Seltzer have often talked about the one big thing. Eddie Murphy had the greatest run in Hollywood of all time. Can we agree on that? 
Like from from nineteen. Oh, you guys are too young. What about Eastwood? Uh, Eastwood too. I think they're. They, oh yeah, that's ah, man. I didn't. I mean, he's been longevity. Hold on Can a second. Look at that. Yeah. I'm gonna throw out a crazy take here. Tom okay. Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise has put out hit after hit after hit. Cult classic. Risky Business, Top Gun, Days of Thunder. I can keep going. His yeah, you're Tropic right. Thunder performance. Anything that that man touches or shows his face in is pure gold. So a few good men. A few good men is a top two movie. No questions asked. Top well, Gun's the greatest movie of all time, though. But also illegal because TBS shows it like every five seconds. Yeah, so. but it's one of those movies where it's like if you're skimming the channels, my afternoon's ruined. Oh, yeah. the lawn's it's supposed like- to be moved. Not until Jack says you can't handle the truth. <laughs> um, I'll give you your Eddie Murphy point, though, because he started at a very young age. A lot of these guys start at young ages, don't yeah. get me wrong, but he was 18 years old. Pretty sure he had like 18 like, uh, brothers and sisters, or eight yeah. brothers and sisters, excuse me. And he yeah. saved SNL. And he saved SNL, and that's the first nice. thing. And then, he just, <laughs> and then he just went off like a rocket. Yeah, that first, it was, yeah, after Beverly Hills Cop, that was it. Like, you hit... You get delirious, that, raw, a mountain of comedy classics for 10, 10 15 years. Yeah. And then, of course, after Doolittle, you could tell he's just like, all right, I, I'm, I'm out of here. And, You're saying and, Haunted Mansion wasn't his most iconic role? <laughs> Norbert, Norbert wasn't good? Yeah, actually, no, Norbert was pretty funny. I like Norbert. <laughs> a little underrated at this point, but yeah. Oh, it was good. Tom uh, Cruise, actually, point, though. Like, might be the worst movie ever. <laughs> when, did Tom Cruise have a lull? Or my, or my, no, because he still puts out heaters. Yeah, I, I American was... Made was a good movie. He plays the same character. He either plays a lawyer or a pilot, but it's it's always good. Plays a German without an accent in Valkyrie. Yeah, so. that's fine. Yeah. He was the last samurai. People forget that. That's right. Yeah, he just was, like um, yeah. Well, Tom Cruise will do that. Yeah, Valkyrie was, was Dan Snyder's first uh, first Hollywood movie. But that's a Dan Snyder flick. That's a Dan Snyder flick. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did you know Jeffrey Lurie is in uh, Jerry Maguire? Uh, yes. The very, very early scene. He just yes. happens to be there. Stash Jeffrey Lurie, too. And the hair that sticks. Yeah. He's still got hair, kind of. Had me at hello, Jeff. <laughs> hey, Jeff. All right. So we obviously went down that tangent of, of, of Hollywood yes. and whatnot. Um, Welcome to the Water Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, when this gets retweeted tomorrow by yourself, there's going to be a lot of first-time listeners. <laughs> <laughs> They'll, they'll, they'll learn to love you. It's okay. Yeah. It'd be a disservice if we didn't ask you how you've been, what's up, because sure. I think I think when you tweeted out, I actually caught it. You ever you ever catch like breaking news and it, you know you're breaking news like you're a great guy, but not like yeah. breaking news like the fucking NBA is like canceled and whatnot. Like you catch that like thirty seconds in and you're gonna yeah. break that to all your friends. That's the best feeling in the world. But I caught yours. I think yours was only up for about thirty two seconds. And I was wow. texting Gary immediately. Yeah, he texted like, me right away. Yeah. Oh. So how you doing? Um okay. We okay. can say okay. It's a proper uh, keg of an answer. Yeah, I mean, like to be honest, most of this stuff was mental. Like mm-hmm. I got to a point where I just didn't feel like myself anymore. Uh obviously for those that don't know, my life's changed a lot in the last two years with kids and learning about autism and fragile x and uh learning how to become a husband and father figure almost instantly yeah. was was i mean it's silly right like everybody looks at that and just goes what an idiot but i've never been more in love with a family in my life right. so like it's all 
it's all trying to navigate uh, those two things. And honestly, like sports, uh, where I thought it was going with COVID, um, I, I, we do obviously a lot of stuff out and about during the football season. Mm-hmm. Um, that ties in a lot to salary and what I make. Yeah. And um, it just seemed like, you know, and it wasn't just that. I mean, there was, you know, it just nothing, nothing to me felt right here. So, so it's just, I, I didn't want to bog anybody else down. I didn't want to disappoint anybody because I could just tell my heart was starting to go a little bit starting to resent sports a little too, like with all this stuff going on. So I just wanted to make sure that like, let's just step back and reevaluate everything right now. I know that things aren't great for everybody and it looks like, you know, you're walking away from something that everybody wants and would love to do. And it's all I've wanted to do for (laughs) 20 years. Um, And I don't think it's going anywhere. I just, I just want to have fun again. And I, I wasn't having any fun and it's not, because of the station it's not because of anybody else that i worked with it's not really anybody i i don't have any problems with anybody it's just i i i'm getting i'm getting this you will experience this and i didn't believe it in my 20s and everybody fucking told me the same thing and i didn't believe them either but it's just things become so much less important as you get older because you just find yourself more and you go like oh wait a minute i'm not you know, I don't, I don't sit around and grind all 22 film all day. It's not the reason why we started the podcast. I love all that stuff. I enjoy it. And I love the, the work around it, but man, like I, I don't care about millionaires contracts at this moment and in trying to sustain that and keep it up while, you know, family is screaming for help. And like, we're, we're all, we're all in the middle of this in the same yeah. damn fight too. So like, it's okay. And, 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 seeing what happened with like the Phillies and Marlins today. And you just, you do one of these and you're going like, man, um, I think the livelihoods of so many people are questioning back and forth right now. And I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of sports media people. And there's this wave of kind of feeling the same. And I don't think that's anything different than anybody else's job right now either. It's just, this is really weird that the, for the first time ever sports are this way and, you know, I, I respect the NBA and everybody else trying their hardest to give us something. And, and I really enjoyed the Sixers scrimmage. And uh, it just was more reassuring over this time to go, okay, okay, I don't hate sports. I just didn't like who I was doing sports at the moment. So, you know. Uh, I hear you. And I think a lot of people are, are reevaluating a lot. And, and yeah. it's because you have literally endless hours of the day to just reevaluate every little thing. Like I'm 28 years old. I've made yeah. some mistakes, but I've not made mistakes that'll that'll i can't bounce back from and right. i'm still reevaluating things like should, yeah. I did that? should i went there should i be in this this company or whatnot so it's right. like it's it's tough man and and i think you can agree with this where it's like then you find yourself you know on a digital platform like twitter right and it's just can be a fucking echo chamber it, it's philly's, all it is <laughs> philly's tough philly is philly's tough i i've talked to gary privately and it's just been like twitter's beating me down and i don't even engage in anything right right it just takes and the consistent echo chamber and the consistent of just this is right this is wrong if you think this way you're wrong this way and then i guess everything that happened in in, in june with you know the racial injustices and everything. oh yeah opening our well, eyes and, to that and, and i don't mean to cut you off kyle no, but no. like that and just Everything else, and I'm certainly not going to switch into <laughs> politics my entire life because that's a 
let me tell you, all those figureheads, what a waste of fucking time. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't change anything. Uh, but even with that and just I have been in a Contra Hawken for two years and I just realized, like, I don't even know my neighbor. I was like, I haven't talked to them. I was like, I have no idea how anyone feels about anything. I don't know what we want as a community. I don't know who I live around and uh, a lot of that stuff. And, and especially to that, Kyle, like it's just a, what am I doing? Why on earth would I be doing sports at this particular moment when there's so many other things to try and take care of? Mainly house and home, and that's what everybody should be taking care mm -hmm. of. You don't have to like feel you got to take up every cause. And sometimes I certainly do that. And then the anxiety kicks in. You're just like, what are you yeah. doing, man? Like just whoo, simmer, you know, it's, it's okay. But at that, even with that, um, there's still a lot of things to try and attach yourself to, to try and make other people aware that you respect that we'll listen to you. And I want to do more of that. And I think that's something I said on one of my last shifts. And I, I don't think that's changed. I'm just trying to navigate what and how and talking to a bunch of people and it's really can i tell you it is amazing just to sit back and listen it is i've called more friends in this yeah. four months than i've ever talked on the phone in my life and it's just yeah. you get 10 to 15 20 minutes sometimes in hour-long conversations i can't tell you how freeing that that, that is and i never yeah. talk to people on the phone before. well it's yeah. funny because we, early on i mean kyle and i have met in person what twice kyle yeah but there was a day kyle would call me almost every day at one point we would talk I literally looked down, we'd be talking for an hour, maybe an hour and a half. One day he didn't call me. And I was like, I should probably call Kyle. Like, hey, man, are you good? And like, it, it, <laughs> it, happened? It's, yeah. it's really cool how, I mean, the story, I don't know if you ever talked about the story of how we found each other. At the time, Kyle was looking for a cameraman. I reached out and he's like, yeah, I'm trying to do this. And I was like, yeah, I can't make it. The Eagles are playing. And it just turned into this somehow. Oh, and I mean, Kyle, in the last what we haven't even, it hasn't even been years, become one of my very close friends. I talked to his godfather first, any of my other friends. All you know, you're gonna have to battle my wife for that one, but we'll figure that all out. Yeah, later. but yeah. <laughs> but it's it's interesting because even we've all had moments during the quarantine and the coronavirus and all this that like certain things don't mean as much. Like I think me and Kyle, I, I told him I was like, hey, I'm gonna do this this night, this that night. I think it was like last week. I was like, hey guys, I need two weeks just to spend time with my wife. Yeah. And be able to sit and be like, I still care about you. I don't want to just sit out in another room and not talk to you. So we've, I feel like all three of us to different levels have like had a little bit of personal growth through this, which is probably a very good yeah. thing. If anything came out of this personal growth is a good thing. Yeah. And I, and I think like most of the time right now in media, and I would even say most of the newer podcasters and Kyle even mentioned this too, are getting into that, echo chamber and that process and they're only focused on those two things what does it sound like what do those guys sound like what are their takes how do we make it so it's just a little bit ours and then shoot it out and i feel like there's a million of those things and stop being yeah. so worried about the process and just fucking have fun because I, I've been listening and learning to a lot of people and, and a lot of smart people keep saying the same thing. The moment that you are so focused on process over thought, fucking change the process because it's not working anymore. It's going to limit creativity a, a bunch. And I see a ton of a ton of different people doing that. It's a really unfortunate. And it's 100% correct because there was times where we could tell even Kyle and myself and PJ, who's the third party of, of Waterboys, we could tell we weren't having fun. The times we have fun, this time doesn't mean anything to me at that point. Right. We're having a great time. 
I, the one thing that we've always wanted to carve out is we just want to be a couple guys having a conversation you'd want to listen to. That's, that's yes. literally how I want the show to come off. It's just, it's just a bunch of guys from the same area of the country that have differing views, but are fine talking about it with each other. Yeah. And with, maybe if we make you laugh, it makes it even better, but that's always the way I've seen the show. Just being like, we're going to hang out. We have a good time. We hope you like it. Yeah. And that's how, honestly, that's how everything practically should be. All great radio shows, all great podcasts, all great YouTubers. And by the way, YouTubers fucking have a long form take and stop editing so much. I, I, I try to get into that world. It's just like, Hey, it's like, just let it breathe. It's okay. You can, you can, you know, if you fuck up, that's, you know, cut it there, but it's the same thing. And that's why. How was your uh, YouTube welcome voice? Were you like, what's up, YouTube? It's oh, no, John I got, here. I haven't put anything on there yet. I was just yeah. kind of like, what's everybody doing? I'm trying to, and, and honestly, right now I'm trying to, because I've, I, I obviously have Instagram. I just never dove into, how does this work? Same. You know, and uh, I've been tinkering around with that with a couple of things. And uh, if you want to. button. Uh, add to door dashing pro uh, because I'm doing a little side gig with that's uh, uh, a long it's a long story but the uh, it, that's uh, that's what I do on the side uh, I actually love it <laughs> there's a lot of other cool people I've met along the way so I just started the thing I was just like you know what let's just I'm gonna tell you everything I know about this thing you tell me everything you know and uh, maybe we can like all hook up and you know at some point have a bunch of live events and just chill and hang out and uh never hate on the delivery life i delivered pizza through my entire college and high school yeah. career yeah nothing like driving around till 3am by yourself with someone's pizza <laughs> in the car well, this Random is a little jerks. different now like this is that's why i was just so kind of perplexed by the whole thing and uh realizing like how much the app really doesn't give a shit about people or their drivers and there's no information at all on like how to do it properly and make good money and yeah. not stay out till 3 a.m. So like I, I've found a system where I just sit in my house. I keep the thing on when it dings, I go, I come back and yeah. you may end up making 150, 200 bucks just by sitting in your house. So I was just like, all right, cool. So let's go and do that. Uh, but anyway, like that's just part of this whole list. I was like, I, I want to know what it's like to do this. And I wonder what people are, uh, I'm, I have a meeting tomorrow with a person who's coming up with this brand new application to, Launch your own audio books if you wanted to. I was like, cool. There's a company based in London. Let's go check them out. <laughs> Perfect. I know where to put my novel now. And now I understand what Howie Roseman was going through when he got kicked out into the broom closet and every other coach and everybody that like loves the new person after a year. Yeah. It's because everyone needs to do this. Stop fucking working all the time and get to a point in your company, three months, six months, nine months, whatever it is, to literally sit back and see what everybody else is doing because you're going to miss something. And that has been, I guess, my problem with overall media in general is they're so far behind on everything. You can tell them, you can show them data, you can tell, you know, like, hey, get ahead of this, get ahead of this. Because, and it doesn't matter what format, TV, radio, whatever. If it's all traditional media, they want to keep grabbing at their pearls and they just don't want to invest in what's coming. Yeah. And I feel like if somebody's literal job was to do that, not have any conversations with that company and evaluate all the time of what's going on, you know, people would be a, a little more ahead of the game. I think the industry would be a little more ahead of the game, but you know, it's a tough time too. It's a big transition. This COVID thing like raced towards you have to find solutions. I heard Cuban kind of saying something uh, in the first couple of months that he can't wait to see what comes out of this as much as, 
you know, all the turmoil that we're going through right now. And I think that's what's happening. Like I'm exploring. There's a million other people exploring of what do we do, guys? What do we do? And let's try and go solve problems with the shit that we know how to do. So yeah, that's where I'm at. So obviously you, we know what you're providing us, you know, mentorship, <laughs> maybe a, a, uh, what looks like a jerk off station over here. I just realized <laughs> Listen, I wasn't going to comment on the lotion behind you, but Hey, I did notice it. And I said, John likes soft hands. It's actually uh, it's it's the wife's office, and she likes to moisturize all the time. So, oh sure, whatever you want to tell us. She has her own jerk off station. In the so. winter time, yeah. <laughs> um, mentorship, a shoulder to cry on. Yes. Um, and just picking your brain and whatnot. But we can provide for you because we Ooh. want this to be a fifty percent partnership. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. That's what we got. So, well, example A. Actually, if you look behind me, this is a home bar. True. I know when you look behind me, there's a lot going on. Yeah. And you got Christmas lights up, very fratish. There's yeah. an acoustic guitar I don't know how to play. Um, very fratish as well, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> this is a home bar. It's a working home bar. There's yeah. every alcohol you'd ever want here. There's oh always at least gosh. 100 beers in the fridge. So you're welcome anytime you want. You just got to drive down to the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Pennsylvania, uh, New it. Jersey. I love it. Uh, right in the middle of the Pine Barrens. Gary, we got to get you a handheld so you can show us. You know, oh, we can, do, we, can do, <laughs> we can do a whole Cribs thing. Well, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, What's up, really MTV? All I got in my fridge is 400 bush light. I know the first two notes of this Leonard Skinner song. <laughs> Check it out. I know how to play the non-corded version of Smoke on the Water. Yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> wonderful. That's beautiful. You can you can also have TJ. So you've never met yeah. Pete. Would you be oh, happy? Uh, is, he, is he the uh, bearded guy that kind of looks like little Dickie? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, very, very good point. I mean, yeah. Yes, he pops in from from podcast to podcast and just gives his thoughts and everything. You can have. He's an elite. He, he has his parents' credit card. Yes. Yeah. From from me to you. Uh. By, uh, by the way, I see clean face, clean face, scruffy face. You're fucking up the whole show, man. Trim that shit. <laughs> Typically, he has. Yeah. Usually, I I I went porn stash for a couple of days and then and, okay. and took it all off. So should we? Should that be our first challenge? Is just show up every week with a weird facial hair design. I mean, I only can go near to nasty mustache, so that's about all you yeah. can get out of me. I'm like five o'clock shadow. I've been trying to grow this for like 27 years. Oh, nice! It'll come uh, like 33. Oh. You'll get that one, and then it just it starts. Yeah, it's great. Fantastic! Can't wait. Yeah. Um, we can okay. also teach you cool words, cool slang words. You know what glizzy is? Glizzy? I don't know glizzy. <laughs> glizzy is a hot dog. Hot dog. There you go. Explain how glizzy is a hot dog. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Ask Joey Chestnut. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Uh, you know Joey what? Chestnut is a Blizzy Gladiator. Oh, oh, Joey Chestnut calls that. Okay, yeah. all right. I think he does. You know what, uh, I, John? I fully don't know either. I just I roll with the punches here. I'm the resident old man on the podcast. All right. Well, as 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 producer, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll you know we'll work on that stuff. Gotta, we'll figure it all out. Yeah. All right. Do you know what cap is? A cap, like a cap? No, like okay. like cap. Ooh, like, that's a good point though. Like. Five years ago, it's about killing someone. Yeah. Now it's yeah. like, yeah. Now it's like you're you're lying or you're uh, that dude's capping. You're like, yo, like I just got with like eight chicks this weekend. I was like, yo, man, that's all cap. <laughs> so that's all cap. That's all under the hat. Ooh, bad haircut. We're all we were. Uh, so we're all already learning. Yeah, that yet. made sense. That made sense. The whole under the cap thing. That made sense. I don't and then, know. Just trying you know, to come up with ideas. You know what that means? Wait, wait, what was it again? Like bad. our bet. Because Gary didn't even know what this was like. Ard? Mm -mm. Ard? Bet. Ard? Bet. Uh, oh, I didn't know the Ard part. I knew bet. That mean, okay. I, would, I would assume that means a large bet. Would I be correct? Unfortunately, all right. Okay. 
What yeah. what is it? Okay. It's just okay. Oh, is this okay? Yeah, I don't know why you need to thing. a letter word and make it longer, but hey, our producer What's says- What's wrong with just bet? Well, he, yeah, does no, say he does say bet. The annoying thing was like, we would text, we'd be like, hey, Peach, can you edit this? And his response would be bet. And I would respond like, on what? <laughs> and he'd be like, no, just bet. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Speak yeah. English. Yeah. And you're lost. See, it just, yeah, I, I, uh. There's damn whippersnappers. I, yeah. Damn. There's one other, uh, there's one other one I learned from watching MTV this week. It's called the T. Do you know what the T is? The T. I don't That's know. That's the drama. The drama. Oh, Spilling the T. It's where the, I'm trying to say the T. What would make sense? Like, Why would that it's, like you're spill, it's like a British thing. You're spilling the tea. Oh, spill tea. the, yeah. Remember I don't the Kermit know. meme? Remember the Kermit meme? Oh, like that. It's a little, little None of my drama. business. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, All right. so we, we have that idea. down. We have a bar. You have I'm a personal proud of the young generation. I'm not proud of the slang, but then again, my Come on, your generation is slang. What was it? It was like uh, grunge. And, Let's see. Uh, uh, we had, well, I mean, like young was rad, cool. Okay. Uh, you know, Surf's I mean, it, it was fucking really lame, honestly. Surf's up. Tubular. <laughs> Tubular was probably huge. Yeah. Tubular. Yeah. Did you miss Groovy? I feel like that. Yeah, that's, that that's past. Yeah, that's okay. way past me. Oh, come on. Notice like every. There's no one likes their cool words when they look back at them, but they were the shit when you were going Dude, to. Groovy it. was tough. Saying something was, was tough. Yeah, that's more my parents. Yeah. Was, was just well, tough. <laughs> um, I went to school in Boston. I wound up saying wicked a couple of times and I hated that myself happens. every time. That happens. I was like, fuck, why did I say that? <laughs> I somehow drunk sound like an Irish Canadian. So, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. I get drunk and just sound like an idiot, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'd rather sound like an Irish Canadian than. Yeah. Do we have any more words? No. Okay. That ran out. Unfor- right. If we had PJ, he'd probably have a few more for you, but. Yeah. Maybe PJ should just be the words guy. Yeah. Words, yeah. <laughs> well, you basically <laughs> cucked him. You took you took producer from him, so oh, we sorry. told him he's fine. No. No, he's a hey. he's a associate no. producer. Exactly. Now, have you ever, you ever seen Parks and Rec when he's like. I think about hiring you and firing Eddie, who's my CFO, and Eddie's sitting in the room. He's like, why would you bring him? He's like, because Eddie has two kids. I'm sick of him. So we're, yeah. we, PJ knows he's out. We, we're going to find him. You're not out. For PJ, as, as executive producer, you're not out. All right, you're see? Well, John's our boss, so. Yeah. Speaking of executive producers, you fall in line with a lot of past executive producers. A lot mm. of them, right? Um, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> um, Seth Green. Hold on. Let's not gloss over O.J. Simpson. Hall of Fame career. What, what was he EP Possibly of? a murderer. <laughs> um, Did go to jail. But he's clean. He went to jail. Rebuilt. But now he's a Twitter sensation. So Yes. So, I mean, like, did he really lose? He, I don't think so. That's uh, a great question. He was uh, an EP on. I think a, he lost somewhere. He was an EP on a workout film of O.J.'s. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then, like, everything else I read, I was like, I, I don't that know. That doesn't count. That just means he funded his own self. That's Exactly. I mean, but hey, you're falling in illustrious territory. Yeah. <laughs> Without funding, right. so it's great. Okay, Simpson and Seth Green. LeBron. LeBron, that's right. He's got his own thing now. So. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. I like that. Marlon Brando was an executive producer? George Clooney. Yeah, fucking asshole. Fuck we just said we're Why would you bring that up? up? What's wrong with you? Sorry. Charlie Day. Charlie Day, executive producer. Well, that's hey, all three of those guys are executive producers on their own show, too. I'm gonna uh, randomly for the rest, I'm gonna at some point I'm gonna break out my Charlie Day impression without you guys knowing. Well, I think it's pretty good, but I have Seltzer. to think about Just play it. that. That's all you gotta do. Here's my impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Charlie Day. Good. That's it. That's well, very good. 
John, we don't have a soundboard. We know you come from a professional organization, all right? This is, oh. <laughs> uh, come on. Just use a phone. Um, yeah, so, I mean, looking forward to it. 50%. I am. Yeah, this is the, I, I am looking forward to it, too. It's, uh, we're going to, you know, stretch our arms out like, uh, like coaches. And, uh, listen, we're going to find, we, listen, if, if you think there is some fucking plan, there's some mastermind thing going on, Fuck no, dude. We're taking this week by week. I'll be completely honest with you. We'll see where this takes us. Yeah. We're just I'll write show notes and I read them a half hour before we start. So You guys said it. We're just here to have fun. That's it. And that's the key. Anyone who's listening right now, it's just going to be a bunch of dudes hanging out talking. Hopefully you like it. Just some dudes being guys, man. That's exactly it. Just dudes being guys. Just what America needs. More white podcasters. Yeah, exactly what we need. <laughs> We're at like 98%. We're getting to 99. Yeah, you know? Let me talk We're about something I can't connect with at all. Yeah. <laughs> we are tapping into a market that has not been tapped to. And probably since before, well, probably Corona's since, probably got another thousand podcasts that just started. Yeah, since July of 2020, we Listen. have not seen it. Have you listened like to Pardon My Take? Here's a crappier version of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's basically every podcast I listen to. Exactly. This scenario, too. Oh, my God. Remember when John was on Go Birds? Take Go Birds (laughs) Jr. Go Birds Jr. Take a professional and add in two guys who have never done professional radio in their lives. Go Birds Jr. needs a meth problem. That's (laughs) for the voice. What an amazing podcast that would be. Anyway, cheers. Cheers, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about, Gary? I think it was kind of just a nice little intro. I no. really want to talk Eagles. I'm, this John's was a lot more fun just to sit around and laugh this time. We'll get John's take on all the Eagles. We got a lot of time before they kick off, if they kick off. Yeah. I, 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 got one. I do have one Eagles take. Yeah, and go for it. This would be the only Eagles take. Stop caring about lists. It's really oh, just. Thank you. You Thanks, know what? We, we talked about the list on the podcast, and I told Kyle that list is for Gazy. I'm done with it. Dude, here's my I, – I, I tweeted out before I came on, but Alshon Jeffrey thinks Nick Foles is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. That's well, all you need to know. Like, I do not care what players think about other players other than he's good, I guarded him once, and he's insane. They're not a talent evaluator yeah, because you. zero players are basically talent evaluators ever actually, after their career. Does Alshon Jeffrey ever play for the Eagles again? No. Okay, no shot. Not a chance. Well, No shot. I, 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 if this was a regular, there's no COVID in the air, I would say that. I actually have no idea now. But Okay, so just a little this, asterisk on your answer. Yeah, there is no okay. way that I foresaw Alshon Jeffrey being on this team, and I never changed my mind. Fair. Yeah. No more questions for Gary. <laughs> Adjourned. I'm too. Well, well, guys, I, I really appreciate you having me on again. Like, this is – Fun. You're the first one ever to come back. There we go. You're the first I'm... one ever to come back. Check that we off are super I, – I know I speak for Kyle on this. We are super excited to have you in whatever capacity, like an executive producer, you're helping us out. We're just we're just so happy that you can you, you reached out to us too, which is just fantastic. So yeah, we can't man. thank you enough, John. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for uh, for having a lot of fun, and thanks for having fun while, uh, while I was on it. Uh, I think you guys do a great job, and you just – well, we just need to lose a little polish and see where this thing goes. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, we'll polish Kyle up a little bit. We'll be fine. If you ever need anybody to talk to at 1.30 a.m. to the DMs, I'm always there for you. Yeah, pick, yeah, pick Kyle for that one. I will be asleep. <laughs> I still work. I love Kyle. It. Awesome. Yeah.
Uh, well, yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much, man. All right, on that note, let's get into some dripper drown. Uh, Garrett, we'll start with you on dripper drown. Yeah, so my drip, Ben Simmons. I, I never Ooh. lost faith. Okay. I always knew he was a shooter. I just knew uh, once they moved him to four, Brett saw that positionless basketball was nonsense. They put him in his natural position. Ben's where he belongs. Sixers are going to the championship. You can already plan the the parade. That's a complete 180 from virtual parade. Maybe three months ago, four months ago. How long we've been in quarantine? Four months. March. Yeah, that's a complete 180 since March. I believe you are on record. If anyone wants to go back, saying trade Ben Simmons. Um, Ben Simmons can't shoot, so he sucks. Any others? I mean, he can shoot now, so I love him. He only he only went fifty percent from the from the field. That's better than zero percent. I guess you're right. It's not a bad. It's not a bad. Uh, you want my drown? It's on. It's on. It's on par. No, I want your drown when we ask for your drowns. I I was gonna say I give you my drown right now. It's hilarious. Yeah, you want drip? What do you got? Uh, drip is your bank accounts. Talking to our fans here. Ooh, there you go. As I always promote everything we do on here. We're giving best plays every single day. Kyle was 2-0 and at this was. point. He actually lost today, but you'll be hearing this tomorrow. So maybe we'll have a good play for you tomorrow. Um, I'm actually in a cold streak, but trust me, when you start following the plays, they will hit. I'm waiting for the people to, to speak. I, I wait for the people to hate on me. They're like, oh, you suck. You don't know what you're talking about. Get this guy out of here. And that's when I thrive. I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, none of us know what the fuck we're talking about. It's just kind of fun putting out, like, picks. I usually hate touts. I, I hate, like, touts like that just put out picks all the time, every day. Except for Philly Godfather, because he's really uh, – he's just – Joe he's Eunice. Yeah. Exciting guy. Um, but I actually – I'm enjoying these. I'm, I'm really enjoying, like, finding just, like, weird plays to just play. Has everyone noticed that uh, mine are just whatever I'm rooting for that day? Yeah, you're just you, – it's every Met. Everything is – I feel like it's all Mets. Oh, I had two Mets bets. Let's stop that. We've only rule two. number three is never bet on your home team. That's rule number three. What's rule number one and two? Rule number one is always bet the over. Rule okay. number two that's is not if someone dies related to the team, you have to hammer that team. Yeah, that's why I bet the Lakers hard when Kobe passed. Yeah, that's rule number two. Rule number three is you don't bet on your home squad. Unless, hence, rule number two is in play. So what happens if someone dies from corona in the bubble? We hammer them the next okay. day. All right. All right. So what? A, no so chance. who does Lou Williams play for? The Clippers. Mm-hmm. We bet on them now, right? No, 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 no. Nothing good happened to them. Nothing no, we good bet, ha- we bet on that bad happened. He's not dead. I know, but he's in trouble now. He's a little revenge yeah. factor. Yeah, Lou, Lou, uh, whatever his name is. I don't want to take Lou Williams, extremes. sixth man of the I mean, year. Someone literally has AI. to die. Someone has to die. Mm, you're you're asking for blood. That's crazy. Who was Regis Philbin's favorite football team? Uh the Jets. I want to say. Okay. Then we're yeah. all in Jets, Jets are winning. Year, Jets boys. are winning game one. If they honor if they honor Regis Philbin. If they don't, no chance they win. Uh, actually, you guys are taking one of my uh, one of my um, my drip. Just take it. Just go I, for no, it. No, 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 no. My, That's a drown. My dr- the Regis is on my drown. But you're, I drowning, t- you're drowning Re- Regis. Yes, yes. I'm okay. drowning him, putting him in a hole. Um, my drip, Kyle Brandt. I don't know if you saw this today. Really the first media member with some clout to say what a lot of us were thinking. There are a lot of people in the media today that are like rooting against the sport that they're covering. And that's what he said. He absolutely, I mean, I think dragged is overused, especially when it's a bunch of media members just going back at him for just a bunch of nerds that drink Diet Coke and write columns all day. 
just going back at him. But I mean, like, he's not wrong. Athletic already cut 8% of its staff. Sports Illustrated cut 6% of its staff, already laid off 40% before in October. It's like Kyle Brandt talks on a show called Good Morning Football. His job is to talk football. So it's like, if he's not needed to talk football, you know, the guy has to put food on his table, has to, you know, provide for his kids because I don't think the real world residual checks are, are really compensating enough for. So I don't know. I'm all, I'm all bored. I think anything Kyle Brandt does, I love, but the fact that he's just getting like drug on Twitter by media members for saying out loud what a lot of people oh, yeah. are doing. And but that's what the media does that in every aspect. Yeah. The media is the worst. All they want to do is be negative. There's no positive spin on anything anymore. Today was, today was absolutely terrible. I had to get off. Really, if this is where sports radio still has a place, because sometimes these guys act like they're fans, so it's just like a fun day yeah. of coverage. If you listen to the news or the media or the national media, it is just negative, negative, negative. This guy got shot. Negative, negative, negative. He's a racist. Like it's just every other day they're angry about something, and they do. They root against the thing. There's they they just want the clicks. That's 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 how they get compensated. They're dying for picks for clicks. Cancel culture, need- man. We don't need like mock draft fifty six point seven leading up till June. Like if the if the football season gets canceled, that's all we're gonna have. And oh, you're telling me if Mel Kiper comes out with a mock draft tomorrow, you're not gonna look at it? I'm not gonna look at a mo- oh, mock. Oh come on, yeah, I'm gonna it's look at it. I look at the mock draft two way weeks too before. early. Mock draft, come on, two weeks before him. Uh, the best mock draft. Got Trevor Lawrence going third. Wait, the best mock draft is when the day after the draft they have the next year's mock draft up. Oh that. yeah, that's I'm the best mock that. draft. Shout that's out to football. That's McShay's most read column on ESPN. The Doesn't one after? The day after? The day after, yeah. That's the best. I love that draft. The the thing is, though, like, I don't want to see anyone get fired and whatnot, but, like, if there is no football and then you don't provide a purpose, you're going to get axed. And we have way too many Philly, I mean, Eagles beat writers. Way too many. I don't agree with that. I need more beat writers. I need. I don't need to know about the guy who just got signed. There's a guy who just got signed. He's on the injured reserve list, torn ACL. Don't even know he's going to play this year. That he just. So how was I supposed to know that Shelton Gibson got cut if I didn't read it from all eight beat writers I follow on Twitter? I need to know sure. these things. My mom met from him eight too. Sources. My mom Who's went. His? My mom and dad went on a vacation with him. Shelton Gibson. The Eagles vacation. He's, my mom said he was a nice guy. Ooh, he's unemployed now. Hey, the Eagles um, probably don't make the playoffs. He doesn't draw that pass interference play this year. That's true. Maybe your mom can get him a job, Peach. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't work. even know that. I didn't even – honestly, I'll be honest with you. I thought Shelton Gibson was cut. I always got him and Matt Collins mixed up. He got cut, and then he came back. Okay. He, he had a couple stints. Same draft, though. Same draft. Yeah, that's the same draft. Got West Virginia. Up. But it's yeah, like, I don't Virginia. even know Shelton Gibson got cut by – you know, I'm just naming these guys. Jeff McLean, um, ESP, uh, Say his name. Hemsky. Who else? Say his God. name. Big Manis, who I love to Big Manis, but like I don't need yeah. 15. Waterboy's favorite beat writer, Zach oh. Urban. Oh, sorry. Ruben oh. Frank. Sorry. Oh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought that's who you wanted me to say. No, Zach Berman, the Eagles. Oh, Zach Berman. The Waterboy, Waterboy's favorite. Love you, Zach. Zach Berman. Come on again sometime. Yeah, come uh, on again, Zach. We, I, I love Zach Berman. I really do. You love every guest that comes on. It's actually I do. I, I, I'm like a dog. I love everybody. ELA. Jackie Moon. So, uh, Oscar Limbaugh's going to Toronto. So, uh, the Flyers are going to win the cup strictly off of karma. Uh, he's going to score the game-winning goal, game seven of the finals. They're going to make a Disney movie about it when Disney – Oh, I've officially said that if, it, if it's not going to happen for the Islanders, I'm going to root for Limbaugh to get his. Got it. So that's just a great story. 
Great story. And then I'm going to hate on it after it's over. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm just, just going to let you know. I'm going to turn heel real fast the second they win. Like, oh, well, they didn't even play anybody in the playoffs. I'm just going to try to find the cup in a socially distanced area on top of probably a, a roof bar, and I'm going to drink out of it. Let me ask you a question. If any of the four teams win, mm-hmm. and you have the opportunity to go find one trophy, it has to be the cup, right? It's the cup 100%. There's no – like, why – like. First of all, I wouldn't want to party with the Sixers because I feel like I'd be very out of place. I feel like I could fit in with a bunch of hockey guys. Hockey guys easily are the most fun to, to party with. They're just they are. Dudes. They all baseball look- guys are oddly the worst because baseball guys are kind of weird guys. A lot of um, – A lot of ookie cookie. You don't think partying with NBA guys are the best? They, they know – they go everywhere. No, it's, it's just like I don't think I'd fit in very well, Peach. Don't worry about fitting in. Mm, it's pretty where you're going. That's – you don't want to feel awkward at the party. A lot of a, – if, if you're like me and Gary, I think we kind of think alike. I'm not a club guy. Gary's not a club guy. No, not a club I guy. I feel like the party's at the club. I feel like NHL, the party's at like a dive bar or maybe kind of like. Oh, uh, it's at, no, it's at some guy's backyard whose mom's out of town but has a pool. Like it's like a high school party. Because I've heard stories. I have a friend who, who knew the Borks, and when they won the Stanley Cup, they said they literally just went out back and Ray Bork was just firing the cup into a pool. Like, they That's just awesome. beat the living shit out of it. That's for the best part. How months. has the cup survived so long? Well, there's two cups. There's one real cup, and then there's a fake cup. Wow. That's for show. There's two. Oh, so, cup. when you see the cup, you're most likely not seeing the real one. Mm. I also think it's really cool that those placards are taken off and moved up and down. So, the cup's a living document. And then, when they're removed, they're put in the Hall of Fame, and that's where you can go see the old, old, old names. Like, I'm pretty sure the Islanders, like the 80 Islanders, are getting close to the top, and they'll be removed soon. I wonder if the Flyers are still on there. Cause they, they, I think they are. I think they're still into the 70s right now. Okay. Um, yeah, that was my drip. Um, we'll go Peach. Drown me. Uh, my drown is – we're talking about media. Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. I mean, does, does no one try harder in the game than to, to, like, to make a name for himself than Kendrick Perkins? Well, Lou Williams making another – he called out Lou Williams, and like rightly so. We'll get. I mean, we'll get. Wait, to that, Kendrick but. Perkins doesn't play on an NBA roster, right? Not anymore. Okay. He was respected. He was respected guy in the league. That's the thing. Very respected. Hey, guy. the Boston, the, the Celtics him. said they gave up the second they traded. They ruined the locker room. Yeah, they loved him, but he's just Perfect. trying. He's trying too hard as a media guy right now. KD called him out, or he, he tried to call out KD, and then KD, KD, KD annihilated. KD annihilated yeah. him, and then Kendrick Perkins went groveling back to him. Yeah. Asking for forgiveness. Then he calls out Lou Williams. There's nothing wrong with calling out Lou Williams. We I all know call what Lou Williams out. But you don't call him out. You, you go to Magic City for wings. You yeah. are another human. You are another person. I'll tell you. Yeah. And Lou will called him out. He called him back out. Said, "Don't do things for sh- for clout." He basically said. He basically said that Kendrick Perkins has his takes for clout and for you know the big headline instead of his true thoughts. You're exactly right. It's, it's called Magic City, stuff. right? That's the the strip yeah. club he went to. Mm-hmm. I read a lot about this story. Apparently, those wings are, like, the real deal. That's what they do say. They say the food is actually really good there. I, and I also think Lou Williams has, like, wings named after him there. He does. He, does. he has a Lou wing named him. after him there. And Johnny Menzel has also – whatever you want to say about him, has vouched right. for Lou Williams. Let me, let me that tell is you the something. Johnny Menzel, I, I'm not taking his opinions on food. I feel like he's like, oh, I love Arby's. Well, like, Johnny Menzel backing you up is, like – Dan Snyder yeah. backing someone up for like being like a feminist or something like yeah he really cares about women's rights and stuff. Hey, if Johnny, Johnny Manziel endorsed me on Twitter. I don't think I'd retweet. Whoa, 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 it. I don't know if it's worth it. Johnny Manziel's first team all strip club. Oh well, no doubt he's first team all Vegas. 
Yeah, so, and James Harden's up there. Yeah, James Harden's first team. James Harden might be MVP. Yeah, James Harden's leading the leading the first team. And he, got I feel his, like, he got his jersey retired in one. That's legendary. I feel like the Dallas Cowboys of the '80s and '90s are are. You know who would like players. be? A, I would feel like be a low key uh, stripper guy is Kurt Schilling. I can see that. I, I could just see Kurt Schilling being a stripper guy. I think he's more like alt right porn. Yeah, like they're all dressed up like Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman or something like that. Like like Sarah Palin, like just as a Nazi with like a Nazi. Nail and Palin. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, by Leonard. People Maybe. forget that his uh, video game company failed. Yeah, I <laughs> actually did. That's like why to did. stay in Providence and not move to New York. Yeah, that's why I had to sell uh, auction auction off a bunch of stuff. Um, <laughs> is that it for the drowns on you, Peach? Yeah, that's it. Kendrick Perkins, just get your stuff together, man. Stop well, doing I mean, things for clout. You're not wrong because every time he does say something, Twitter Twitter goes fucking nuts, and it's like it's just Kendrick Perkins trying to get. It's just NBA Twitter, guys. You guys are just crazy. NBA Twitter is the best Twitter, but he he's not good. 180 Gary with the basketball. It's like Ben Simmons is his favorite player now. Doesn't even know where Lou Williams is playing. I know he like. I mean, he's that guy probably gets like what three to four minutes a game. Lou Williams. Yeah. No, Lou Williams gets like 30 minutes. Dude, Lou Williams was on the Sixers like 14 years ago. I'm Lou done Williams? with that guy. He's only like 32. 32. That's insane. Those guys that come out of high school. Mm-hmm. That's you know, insane. You last one was. Amir Johnson. Johnson. Amir Johnson. Oh, right. Yeah, Amir. There you go. Who could forget? Uh, no, I mean, Lou Williams have a good year. He's playing 30 minutes a game, averaging 18.6. I have two drowns. I haven't gone on any drowns yet. You went first on drips. Okay, well, fine. Um, so my drown is death. Don't know why death had to take everyone's grandfather, Regis Philbin. He was 89, that's why. I did see a recent picture of him. <laughs> it was old. He did not look good. Hey, He's shout out to Regis s- Philbin for not getting canceled. That's like, true. If, if you reach. Find, but if you could find someone on this earth who didn't like Regis Philbin, like Millionaire was, was the GOAT. Live with Regis and Kelly was actually a really good morning show when like you were done watching SportsCenter for the fifth time when you were homesick. I don't know if you ever flipped it on. It was really good. No, I was. Wow. I used to watch Sports Center twice. I know that. Oh, that, that's one other thing. Well, actually, Kelly and Regis had great rapport. Um, oh, you absolutely. Think, you think about it now, like kids these days don't watch Sports Center. Uh, Jace, were you in the Sports Center where you watched it? Like, yeah, more- I used to watch Sports Center top ten, and then I would leave for school. But as I grew older, it just didn't. Well, like when you were home sick, where you had. Like, oh no, I was like. Yeah, I, I used to like wake big- up. I was, like, big. Like, if I had to be out of bed at this time, I would set my alarm an hour before so I could watch all of SportsCenter before I got out of bed. Mm-hmm. If I, I was, that up was just early. The way That was just the way you had to get your sport. Either that or you were reading box scores. Twitter wasn't a thing yet. When Twitter box. came around sophomore year of high school, right? Uh, Twitter came around, like, 2010, yep. And it wasn't hot in the streets. Twitter was, like, not I, that big for a little while. I feel like I, I didn't get into Twitter until college. I joined it in 2008 or 2009 just because Shaq got on it. I'll and tell you what. Like, okay, I, I'll tell you when I got on it. I used to oh. think it was so lame too. When they're like, "Oh, according to his Twitter," I'm like, "Shut up." Yeah, I know, right? 2009, okay. I joined. 2009. November. Wow. Yeah. Eleven years. Yeah. Yeah, we're the early we're the early birds of Twitter, bro. You were like, in yeah, I was head. like 2017. As much as I hate Twitter, I would never give it up because I love Twitter. Twitter's I great. Up. I would give it up in a heartbeat. Um, I can't do it just because I don't like. I'm just not a big uh, Instagram guy. Big echo chamber of rationalized opinion it's an angry place yeah it's an angry place um and then i have another drown sorry i'm monopolizing drowns well not sorry um pk suban i don't know if you saw this video 
Oh, the one with him and the rock? Maybe the rock. Hey, why is that a drown? hey, let me tell you something. PK Subban's a golden human being. Yeah, why is that a drown? He's working out with the rock. I mean, that's kind of cool. Like, next to him? So, yeah, so. Yeah, that's like 90% of like humans. Well, that's like saying, you... if I play basketball with Joel Embiid, why am I a drown? I'm next to him and I'm playing basketball with him. I don't know, man. When you're a professional athlete, I think you just got to kind of carry your own. You look here's, You know what the all-time – here's the all-time hammer PK can be like, yeah, I mean, at least I became a professional athlete and my college coach didn't say looks like Tarzan, plays like Jane, because that's what the scouting report on The Rock was when he was in Miami. Is that what it was? Yeah. Looked like Tarzan, played like Jane. How do you know that? <sighs> got to read, man. I guess Knowledge so. is power. I mean, it, Lindsey Vaughn didn't do him any service. She was one Still of the Um. I, it, it looked like – PK looked like a Make-A-Wish kid. Like, he looked like some kid with a rare disease. I didn't realize it was PK for a while. See, there you go. Like, he looked like a little kid. Like, that just asked, asked uh, The Rock if he could, like – Yeah, but I just feel like unless you're an offensive lineman or, like, Fletcher Cox, you're not going to look that big next to The Rock. Um, speaking of that, Brandon Brooks is absolutely shredded. With oh, the- I saw that. That was crazy. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Look at how fast these NFL players can lose weight and slim down. Mm. Jeff Saturday. Um, Jeff Saturday, good Joe point. Thomas, Joe Thomas, you're exactly right. But yeah, I mean, PK, bad, tough, tough, tough visual. Visual, I guess. PK's, I mean, The Rock's six four, probably like two sixty. And Dude, PK's uh, not tiny though. PK's, oh, really? Oh, I bet you he's over six foot. His his best days are behind him. I love PK at Montreal. Where's he playing now? Are you he's traded the Devils. Nashville. No, he's not Devils Nashville. Now. Oh yeah, did he get traded uh, for, Devil. Taylor Hall? for Taylor Hall? PK Subban six foot. Wow. Uh, no, he did not get traded in the Taylor Hall deal. Taylor Hall is in Arizona. Huh. I know that All right, place. that's my drown. You're up, uh, Gare. Yeah, so my drown's Joel Embiid. I mean, God, just fucking stay healthy once. Like, I, they should have traded him at the deadline when they had a chance. Oh, my God. Like, I'm so sick of this guy. Can't stay in shape. Always hurt. Oft injured. You finally have a guy next to who can shoot playing the four. It's crazy. I mean, I'm the, I mean Joel Embiid, honestly. Go get an inversion table or something and figure it out. I'm sick of the injuries. Is this Gary from South Jersey? Ah, that was a legitimate take. It feels like Gary from South Jersey. It feels. You know I mean? so you got to see what you got to think, man. It's, you've done that, done like a 360 because you've done a 180 on, on Ben Simmons and you've done a complete 180 on Joel Embiid. So now Dude, I'm just like. Tune in every week to see where my newest base, basketball take lies. I don't even know if I have to really, like, address that. Um, Sixers number one fan. Sixers number one fan. I don't think people How many how many of you have a Ben Simmons jersey coming in the mail delivering on Wednesday? I was really hoping it would be here tonight for the for the pod. I have two Ben Simmons jerseys. Okay. Well, you don't have one in the mail right now, so it's true. Can people just can people just relax, please? Just relax. Jalone beats fine. He's got a sore calf. Like there's no need to like go nuts. Like I think they should set him out for two years. Everything that they, every time Jalone Embiid <laughs> is mentioned on Twitter, it is just a cesspool of takes. A cesspool. It's like it's a bubble game. It's a scrimmage. He like had a he got what did he do? He got tangled up with a ref. Okay. If he's out there game one, then you just wasted breath and you just wasted your 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 day on Joel Embiid potentially being hurt. It'll be fine. You gotta trade him. Okay. Gary from South Jersey, can you hang up? All right. Yeah, I'll talk to um, you. I don't think I'm a good sports fan. I don't, I don't come with really nuanced takes. I'll never break down analysis on things. Like I, I really like if it's, if it's outside of basketball, I don't really understand the nuances of baseball. I don't know what like a cover three is or what a nickel defense is. In nickel football. defense is just five defenders. That's all. Fantastic. Now I know. Five defensive backs. I'm sorry. 
And I also am like, besides football, I can't pay attention to a game without like being on my phone. Like the what ben about Simmons, basketball? The Ben Simmons three the other day. I missed it. You missed it? Yeah, let me tell you something. I There's no secret I'm not the biggest basketball fan in the world. I'm a fine put it on guy. Mm-hmm. The luxury, my luxury in life right now is having multiple televisions where I can have the Sixers on but still be watching reruns of The Office. Okay. Because then at the fourth quarter I can look and be like, oh, okay, like it's close. I'll like pay attention now. I'm with, like, I can, I'll, like, you guys see me right now. I'm sitting here literally watching the Mets game, but outside of football and basketball, I, I can sit and watch the whole hockey game, too. It's just sure. basketball. I, it just doesn't, it doesn't draw me in for the whole game. Football so I feel is like the, the fourth one. matters. Football is the only one. And it's got to be the Eagles. If it's only, if it's like a Sunday night football game, I'll like tune in and out, tune in and out. Yeah. I always like to be recorded to Monday night football. It's what it might be. I, I just, I'm, I'm honestly like wondering, like, I always wondered, like, what kind of a sports fan I am. Because I always wanted to get better. I wanted to read more. I wanted to read more. But then I'm like, well, if it doesn't interest you, why would you waste your time? I mean, if you would like to tell us. I mean, I check my screen time every once in a while. I don't know if I'm on my phone too much. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you want to just if you just wanna say your screen time right now, right now. Uh, I did seven hours and 30 that's minutes awful. a day that's awful. last week. That's that, awful. That's on the high end. That's awful. I usually I'm sorry. do it at 4.30. Is that awful high or awful low? That's awful high. That's high. Wow. Yeah, that's high. Seven hours a day. Like, just you're, imagine what I could be doing. You're up. Oh, wait. Seven hours a day? A day. I mean, last week, mine Dude, was high. an hour and 23 minutes. I know. Mine, that, that's unusually high. I usually go around 4.30 to 5.30. And it, the thing is, like, it does screen time on your phone. But, like, I'm on my computer just as much. Mine was – oh, mine doesn't count my computer. Mine doesn't either. That's what I'm saying. That's I'm at four hours and two minutes today. Five hours yesterday. I usually average around five hours, and I would like to get that down. Yeah, I definitely need to get off my phone more. So, yeah, so, I mean, does that make me a bad sports fan? Because I don't really have, like I, – I, I, I wouldn't say it makes you a good one. Okay. That's fine. I'm just I'm – just, I mean, the whole point of watching sports is you got to do the watching part. I was oh, over baseball in four innings. It's really bad. Shit, that's crazy. Like, I got home from work today at four – I watched the entire Angels athletics game, and then I had dinner, and I came back out to watch the Met game. And I'll, I'll watch the 9 o'clock game tonight. Well, I'll also add in that, like, I do not live and die with Sixers losses. Now, if we're talking, like, playoffs last year loss, yeah, I live and die with the series. And I do live – I do – live and die a little much. I'm not going to fucking, like – it'll ruin my – it'll ruin my Monday if, if the Eagles lose. But, like – I'm not going to – I've never been a big purchase gear for a team. Never been into that. I don't think you need that to prove you're a good sports fan. Me I've never, I've never believed in that. Yes, Gary's got a bunch of fucking Eagles shit behind him. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't let it affect me. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm better than people. No, you know what, Kyle? You're an adult. That's just the key. You're an adult. I guess I do have, like, other problems I have to worry about right. in my life. Okay. All right. I just wanted to address it. I There's to nothing wrong with what you do. Except for just get off your phone. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the podcast. Um, Rate. Make sure you download. Make sure you subscribe. Huge news that you already know about. John Barger joining joining the team as a consulting kind of executive producer. So, so yeah. So, make sure you follow us. If you don't already follow John, you're probably a first-time listener if you made it this far. Uh, Let's just be completely 100% honest. Um, We're one of those 19 listeners that actually do listen. It's true. Um, and we love you. And we love you. Um, yeah. So rate, comment, subs- uh, subscribe, download, whatever, whatever you, whatever you do. It all helps. Thank you. And uh, good night. Go birds. Go birds.
cool.